Welcome to episode 75 of the Ranjin Heresy Podcast. My name, as always, your, is Jody. I am your host for this evening. Uh, also known as Painting Chap, also known as the Bearded Erebus, also known as Oi You over there, get out of the way, you're blocking the sunlight. I've been called many things, but they all seem to feel around that sort of evil um, sun-blocking kind of, or, or you know, worshipping kind of mantle but hey that's for another night um so two-thirds or three-quarters of the team in tonight which is kind of fitting because it's our three-quarters of a century episode <laughs> see what i did there tied that shit all together check me out i hadn't been planning that for a little, like the last five minutes um so in the studio tonight on the left atop his adorned fence post with his uh well i was not top not a top dawn comma his fence post his uh, his adorned po- uh, fence post um <laughs> hey after the shit i've been throwing on our facebook page recently i shouldn't really go too much down dawn's throat but tempted anyway um is of course the one of the only fence sitter himself mr magnus how you doing buddy i'm doing excellent uh getting psyched for uh Deptacon. so uh getting nervous about that and already starting to plan for next year uh, Ooh, already yeah he's that keen yeah because i need to get my wife aboard so yeah mm. yeah that's true that makes yeah. two of us then this is not true we're not planning because we're cool and love heresy we're planning because or we won't be able because people are trying to stop the heresy train yeah and our wives are just stepping in front (laughs) so yeah and uh, we'll get into more hobbies later Mm, very cool. So okay. one, one, one question that all our listeners by now are expecting and therefore need to know. How's it going not painting rivets? I'm painting rivets tonight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but on a tank. Okay, oh, okay. Tanks. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that, that's like one, one Marine's worth per tank. So you're good. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'm almost done. So I'm good. <laughs> These are big, lovely rivets covering a lovely model, not some more poor armor again. So it's a bit higher of more close. Nice. Um, <laughs> well, what, what are you going to say to that? I mean, you just you can hear the joy in your voice of no longer having yeah. to do all those troops. But you'll be off those rivets soon, man. It'll it'll be done eventually. You'll be good. <laughs> you'll get there, man. You'll One day, man. Stuff. Remember your training and you will get back alive. <laughs> you will get out of the rivet situation. Um, and and I have to say, and on my right, as always, atop uh, the uh, the pyramid made of uh, crushed and empty beer cans and all the remains. Yeah, beer of bottles now. Beer bottles. Ooh, very posh. Fancy. Beer bottles. Um, so there'll be a lot of clanking as everybody tries to climb up and uh, climb up to him. Um, among the pile of... of 
eaten half-eaten pretzels is the one and only the the crown prince himself mr freddy how you doing dude uh, i can't complain can't complain i'm fucking sure? okay of course i can't <laughs> but i'm not i'm not gonna because i have ah, beer I and i it. am painting oh nice taking a break from writing fluff <laughs> so, so that's good paint um, to doing painting, stuff related I, to fluff <laughs> yeah that's true I, I wish i actually that's why i need that's, that's why i kind of envious of uh magnets going to adepticon because last time well this time around last year i was painting crazy steel legion like a motherfucker losing time but this year i'm just painting fucking uh units for our uh game master missions for uh, oh yeah because they're gonna be pretty they have to be pretty oh, well they well, they have to be at least tabletop standard <laughs> <If not. laughs> three yeah, colors minimum. <laughs> three colors but, minimum i mean tabletop standard heresy not 40k oh, okay so no clear bases so no clear bases and more than three colors no. Painted gray, it, painted gray, painted gray, washed all black into a dry brush, yeah. dry brush gray. Yes, this chipping is more than three colors. So <laughs> <laughs> legit, man, that sounds awesome. Well, we're going to save the details because we're going to talk about that in hobby progress. But uh, everything's going good, otherwise, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, loving it, loving heresy, and hopefully we'll get some hobby going in weekend. And also, I'm going down to see linus oh when are you going to see linus well he is uh, at that course thing ah yeah yeah. so i'm going cool. to meet him in Huevde. 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 <laughs> and i'm dropping off uh the raffle army in oh, nice. a massive massive box of shit <laughs> sounds awesome well before we get on to doing what we do best and talking about stuff and things and, and listening to Freddie's epic amounts of heresy uh, hobby progress, we're going to um, just do a quick reminder on our social medias. You know us, you love us. If you're listening to us, you probably follow us on Facebook. But if you do, don't, or if you've just found us for the first time, go on over to um, facebook.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy Podcast and give us a like, follow what we do, and you'll see... All types of different types of banter, hobby updates, uh, announcements, especially now as we're into event season. And we have an announcement going up about in a couple of moments about that. Um, yep. We do we do tweet. We gave our, uh, we've also given Eric access to the Instagram. So there's going to be more pictures going up on Instagram. Um, so again, Varang, uh, at Varangian Heresy for both of those. Most importantly, our email address, thevaranginheresy at gmail.com. Drop us an email. You can get us via our web page, uh, our Facebook page as well. If you want to have a chat with us, uh, if you want us to review anything, discuss anything, give your um, you know upcoming list a fluff whack or something along those lines, we will happily do that for you. So just drop us an email. And a quick reminder: if you do like what we're doing and you would like to support us, just help us with uh, ongoing costs, keeping the thing running, keep the lights on, and hopefully then. If we make enough, we'll be able to turn it all back to you guys into some fun giveaways and stuff. Go over to um, patreon.com forward slash the Uh Linked in the show notes and linked on almost every other post that we put out there because it is important to us and we would appreciate the support and you you love us. So, you know, 
go do it. We're awesome. Um, so yeah, that's all the all the social medias out of the way. Now, Freddie, we've got some. Yes. Uh, tonight's episode is really important because it's all about our event series. It's so full of information. Going to be amazing. So amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're we're never going to give up our day jobs. If even if I had one, I wouldn't give it up for a singing career. Um, <laughs> no, never. Um, <laughs> um, and basically, um, you know, there's so much information, but there is a really super important piece of information which you need to tell everybody about GothCon right now. Yeah, right now uh, we are gonna. Well, as soon as you you see this episode, we will be releasing our tickets for GothCon. So get in there, get squared. Uh, there's going to be so much fluff and swag and shit going on, and it's going to be fucking massive. Um, oh, basically, the layout will be... <laughs> well, you're going to hear in our main segment what's going on, but uh, like I, I just want to bring it back up again. Uh, is that this year? Last year was hobby focused. This year, it's all about narrative focus, telling the story, the kind of nits and grits about gaming. Try something different, something uh, step away from that normal event scene where you just rock up, you play the standard missions, and and, and rock on. We're going to provide you with like game master tables, heaps of narrative gaming, and and well, the fluff. I hope I'd, I haven't wasted my entire life writing this shit. But hopefully it's it's going to be awesome. You're going to enjoy it. And trying to play Heresy in a more narrative-driven way. I honestly misheard that as life. As a, I hope I haven't wasted my, my entire life. My life is life. a narrative. No, I thought you said I hope I hadn't wasted my entire wife doing this. And I was like... Oh, I'm hey, not my entire marriage. marriage. But, yeah, it's an interesting way of talking about your marriage. But hey... Ooh. Whatever My helps. parking for work just expired. Uh oh. So I forgot to cancel the parking ticket. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, these things. Real life coming in. Hardcore real life in the. See, we are people too. Um, <laughs> you, you can literally hear me getting poorer. <laughs> <laughs> clink, clink, clink. <laughs> it just disappears in the background. Um, so yeah, so basically, tickets are available right now. Uh, the details will be, uh, we will put a link to them on our Facebook page. Most importantly, facebook.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy podcast forward slash events. Go there, find the event tab on our Facebook page, click there, click on GothCon. All the info is in the discussion section. Remember to click on the discussion thing. I mean, Facebook has a, a fucking hard on for tabs worse than, you know, um being in google chrome does but you know it's 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 their thing so just click on click on the discussion tab you'll see all the posts there um everything pinned up there as well as the links to the special characters the players back all that jam is going to be there but you know you'll see all the details for how to pay and i promise you it's going to be an amazing event especially with the guys over at 30k sweden being part of it as well yeah, I can't wait. Every, everyone is super excited. Yeah, I mean, to this be fair, it's like, yeah, well, it's like we're blowing our load with a mega, co mega cooperative, combined, awesome thing as our first event. And personally, I think it already gets better from there. What can I say? Maybe I'm biased, but you yeah. know, 
it's it's how it is. Maybe you are. Maybe maybe uh, maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yeah. Let's let's just jump in. Let's just um. Let's talk hobby progress. What everybody's been up to. And Magnus, oh, we do take the piss. You have been painting rivets for forever and a day. But yes. you know what you what you've been working on, dude. Let us know. Yeah. Now I'm. Uh... My um, have sports squad is done. My veteran squad is done. My both my tactical squads are done, mm-hmm. uh, except one sergeant. So that's get it out. Yeah, I'm working on my Sicarum right now. The Arcus, the friend, the big friend maker. The friend maker, yeah. Yeah, the big friend maker. Yes, his little brother, the small friend maker, but that's already done. Um. I have a pre-shaded rhino sitting next to me. I have three uh, graviton cannons on uh, what do you call the uh, little cracked things? Uh, what uh, rapiers? Yeah, rapier. Yeah, three uh, rapier batteries that are <laughs> well done for remembering your list, there, mate. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember anything on my lists. It's just rivets, man. Rivets for days. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to get shit done. Green, like, I don't uh, care what I'm painting anymore. It's just, <laughs> it's just green and rivets, man. That's all it is. It's green and rivets. I'm just dead inside. Uh, now, with the rapier carriers, our uh, tracks are done, and the green is on, and Grimton guns have got some metals on them. Still have a lot of details, but. Uh, the crew is left, so I have some rivets left, which is good. I don't want to run out of rivets. Oh, yeah, don't want to run out of rivets too soon, mate. Don't want to no. <laughs> annoy yourself that joy. Uh, no, I never want to get done with that. Uh, and I'm uh, working on um, Cyphus Jur, a conversion for the Salamanders, uh, one of their special characters in Book 6. I need to keep bashing. Uh, so I'm starting to put uh, together parts and seeing what I'm going to do for them. And then I need to do some jetpacks, but they're still in the box. And how long have you got left? Ah, you. I'm not leaving until 27th, so there's like two weeks left. Two weeks, man. You can, you're gonna be. You, it's gonna get. To, you're gonna get to like the 26th and go. Why am I not painting rivets? Why yeah, am I done? Why am I not doing anything? Yeah, but we're gonna hammer so much out this weekend. Yeah, it's like what? What? I'm gonna be on this weekend asking myself, why am I painting rivets? Exactly. <laughs> and he's gonna be like pushing on pre shades and painting rivets on my army, which is nice. Uh, no, we're having a man moment this weekend. Pretty, we'll talk about it later. Just to put that final nail into Magnus's uh, marriage coffin. Yeah, just upset, upset it perfectly. So the guys are coming over. We're gonna drink a fuck lot of beer like last time, and paint from like ten in the morning to like three a.m. Which is gonna be awesome, and my wife's gonna hate me again. But because nothing says marriage building like having an all-day drinking and painting party. Oh yeah. But fuck it. But Adepticon, man, it's like a, it's you're on a mission from God. You know, yeah, I, it's I, like I the Blues made, Brothers. <laughs> exactly. I just, I told my wife, I spent like ten thousand Swedish to go there, 
it's good if my army comes along or it's kind of wasted so it's good if my army comes yeah. along and it's painted <laughs> yeah and it's a, she's a cheapskate so she she's totally down with not wasting money so that's good because uh, the entire cool. trip isn't just wasting no, money, no, but, no, 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 no. That's, that's, uh, at that's at least... paid for it. can't change that man yeah well at least it's at least it's not 40k because you'd have been like overdone by like ten thousand percent already so oh, yeah yeah i can't can't put this on a 40k table no too, too much colors that yeah, everyone yeah, would yeah. get confused yeah just not a single player base it's just oh it won't work <laughs> the plastic gray is a color <laughs> plastic gray is a color yeah, like I told you, three color minimum. Base coated gray, no, no wash. No, no, you don't no, have to because the plastic has a color. It's not a clear fucking plastic. So there you go. That's a color. So you only need two more colors. And you have black bases if you don't paint them. Yeah, so so you only need one more color. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. You're all good. Yeah. So this is for uh, Adepticon or actually probably not going to Adepticon next year, but. Uh, I'm probably going to LBO next year. Uh, yep. Yep. Nice. So my wife are. come along. Yeah. We are. We are. <laughs> the wives might be allowed to come too. <laughs> no. no, no now, you, now, 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 you're talk, now, now you're saying... Now, stop, stop talking. Um, like am I saying nasty things, am I? Yeah. I, I won't Terrible say anymore. <laughs> I won't say anymore. I'm but sorry. I guess if Magnus is, is coming, then... Then... You don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, she's flying in on the last day. Oh, okay, fair enough. On the last day? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me guess, you're going to have a vacation afterwards? Exactly. Uh, Someone ooh. has to stay home to get her kids while I'm away at WL. <laughs> so she's yeah, not bringing so the kids you, with her? Or? <laughs> so you're not doing what I did then. I, I managed to get her. To, we were there like a week beforehand. Uh, we're going uh, after she wants to see she wants to be there on the last day of LBO and see what the fuck we're doing. Okay. Uh -oh. Because they, you know during uh, LBO they have like uh activities for the wives during the three days. Like they have shopping trips organized, they have like sightings and all kinds of shit. Uh, she fucking hates people, so that's, <laughs> I'm not sure. That's, she hates people, that's perfect. <laughs> Uh, she, ah, she's she's kind of psyched. She wants to see what we're doing at LVL, so she's coming, flying in on the last day, probably. So that's perfect. Nice, yeah. very nice. Now, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cut it off before we even go and talk to Freddie. I just realized something we haven't done, and we're in so much trouble for forgetting to do it. Um, we mentioned it later, but we happen to have an extra extra event taking place at Lincoln. And it's really important because Ooh. there's only eight spaces, and I believe even half of those have gone at yeah, time of recording. <laughs> I'm not sure because technically you can still. I just checked. You can still buy tickets on there. Um, yeah. I really hope so. Uh, sadly, I won't be. But you know, uh, if you go, if you're coming to Lincoln and you want to learn brush skills from the best of the best, come to uh, come to a brush skills class being taught by mr henry Steele, it's on the 31st is that right freddie uh yeah it's on yep. the thursday yep 
And if you go to uh, www.cultofpaint.com forward slash shop, you will be able to... Oh, it says, it says May 30th on their website. Uh, that's probably right. Because um, I'm, <laughs> <Probably. at, laughs> I'm not looking at a calendar, you know. Yeah, that's it's right. Shooting from the hip. So yeah, good. shooting from the hip, just like those new... Uh, Shadow Spire, Shadow Spear, Flying Auto Cannon, Jetpack dudes. Oh, they're awesome. Oh, let's not go there, but that will be my one per at this rate. Uh, but you can technically still buy tickets on their website by the looks of it. Um, and get in there. There, there are literally a one or two spots still available. Um, it's a one-day event. Uh, it is basically, uh, what is it, 10 o'clock till 4 o'clock. All the information is on their website. We do have an event up on Facebook with all the information and links and stuff. So you can and all the it. information are also on uh, Lincoln's own page. Exactly. So it's all there. But I realized we hadn't shouted it out, and that's really important because it's something we mentioned later on, but we didn't have all the details at the time we actually did the recording. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really know, wobbly, 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 wobbly stuff. A good friend. Oh yeah, and they're they're doing wonders for us coming out and doing this. So this is amazing. Um, and if all goes well, who knows, maybe we'll get them up to do some more brush skills at another time, which would be awesome. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to save, I'm going to bite my lip so I don't rant about an autocannon with a fucking sniper sight and a frag launcher on the front of it. And gas paddles. Don't forget fucking gas paddles. Why the fuck yeah. would there be, I don't understand. I, you know what? I was, I was, I saw this right. Okay, here's my one per, right? My one per. I'm pretty sure I didn't do it in the main segment, but this is my one per. With one per this recording. Fuck me. This model, I, w I was all ready to defend it. I was all ready to defend it. Going, yep, yeah, you've got like destroyers with suspensor webs and everything. Makes total sense. I'm totally down with that. You know, flying. You know, heavy weapons. Sure, do it. It's got a fucking. <laughs> Sniper scope and frag launchers on the front of them. Oh, man. I mean, it doesn't, you know, if you're going to do something like that, give the fucking snipers a 50 cal esque auto cannon type gun, make it look, but the fuck? Yeah, why, why the fuck? What the fuck? Did they have it? Did they have like excess parts with the fucking frag launcher? I swear they to Christ, it's fucking lazy. 8th edition designing. They just took the Rhino small I, I really don't want to call like, it lazy, but I mean, what is the practical sense of having a <laughs> fucking gun sight on there and the frags and a frag launcher of the fucking, like, literally the, the old, like, taken from a Predator and or yeah. any tank just jammed underneath. I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's really, I'm, It's really awesome. I swear to God, I was honest to God. I swear, I was ready to defend this and go. It's okay. It happened. Even the heresy has examples. And then well, I saw that. I just went. I can't. The I heresy can't has what? The heresy has it. You know, it's like you can go. Well, heresy destroyers. They have jump packs and heavy weapons. Makes total sense. You know, they're missile launchers on suspensor webs. Okay, well, you know. What, what does the little gun shield do? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck does the gas pedals do? I don't know, like the I'm not sure on that one. Sideways. I mean to be fair, somebody did point out like the, the um what is it, the sniper rifle has an iron sight on the front of it that you cannot physically sight down. 
um, for the scout model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you know, you there is no way you can physically sight down it, and I mean, unless Marines have got like loop vision or something. <laughs> well, the new like, Primaris does probably. I must know. do, but why? Fair, why don't they just use their like inbuilt stuff in their helmet? Because uh, they have it, targeters and stuff. Is I don't know. Why? I mean, I, I won't lie. There are some, ah, there are some cool bits I wouldn't mind stealing. I mean, like there's one of them has got a grenades release, and yeah. that looks pretty cool. Um, you know, there's a couple of bits. Oh, here the gas paddles. That that's something I would steal. Yeah, yeah. put them that on like anything. Cool. And, yeah, why not? Know, the grenade, the grenade, the grenades are cool. I like the, I like some of the bits. Like they've got the medic with his like wrist thing that could be stolen and used on a Terminator or some clunky marine marks or something. And you know, there's some fun bits in there. But fucking sniper scope on an auto cannon. I mean, really. <laughs> I don't even care about the frag launchers, but the sniper scope just seems. But you know, the model actually released that actually I think looks really cool. Not the model itself, of course, but the weapon. Uh-huh. Did you see the assault cannon for the Chaos Marines? Yes. That that was okay, sweet. Now I'm down with that. I am so yeah. down with that shit. That that is that the giant spider thing or whatever it is. I don't know what that thing the is. Thingy. The 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 evil the thing, the thing that looks like it belongs in every Dark Mechanic and Force ever made. Um, yep. it's beautiful. Um, and it looks like they've also created Bane from Batman with one of the big giant hulking things, but I'm not even mad at that. But that, that assault Bane. cannon is gorgeous. I'm just happy that uh, apparently the Fabulous have gone around and given everyone growth hormones. Yeah, everybody's had their HGH shots from uh, Fabius Bile. <laughs> They're healthy boys. Yeah. yeah, well, they're fucking grown. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, 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 have you got taller? I know it's stupid, but genuinely, I love the chaos models. I just. Oh, except for Abaddon. You don't like Abaddon? No. What the fuck is going on there? I, I, I would. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd actually like to see him in heresy armor. You know, in his actual, you know, mark of armor but, the heresy. Uh, the whole fucking button on the back with the weird canister. What the fuck is that? That one was and, a bit stupid, yeah. And his pose? Isn't he supposed to be like, like, hell, even the old lead one looked more menacing. Now it just looks like he's, I don't know what he's doing. Either he's doing some sort of fucking catwalk parade. He looks uh, exactly like the Gilliman model. Yeah, well, that one's been pointed out a lot. I, I actually happen to think he looks—he looks a lot like a bit more like the artwork that I've seen for him, which uh, I think like, like the old fucking second ed artwork of him. Awesome. No, not well. That's awesome. No, I mean the sort or of like the Vision of Heresy artwork. Or which well, artwork do you do? The new, the new stuff. The new, the new stuff they've released for what is it? The Vigilus or whatever. I've seen hints of him through there, and it looks like they've gone that way. Um, what you're talking about? I'll find it. I think it's okay as well. I mean, it's just it's getting so much bigger. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I would, I would probably um, take him and then use the Fortral one and see what I can steal, like bits of him, and then use. Yeah, I think Fortral one looks way more cooler. I think it's kind of interesting. I think, I think it's it more dynamic. Um, this one is just, I don't know, law, I'm an opera singer. 
I think, what is it, Matt Cain was suggesting that uh, switching out the Abaddon head for the Heresy alone would probably make an amazing difference on the yeah. model. And I have to agree, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess take away that stupid button on the back. How, yeah. how does he reach his button, and what is it for? Yeah, Abaddon, Abaddon, Abaddoff. I, have I seen mean, that's that. just the the greatest, greatest meme that could possibly be out there. Um, anyway, Freddie, what have let's bring some bring some <laughs> properness back. What have you been up to, dude? In the um, in your heresy hobbying recently. Uh, I've kept working on Adeptus Titanicus. I have also kept uh, gluing on more NPCs, or uh, not NPCs, actually, special units for our missions. Uh, I have um, cleaned up and primed all the Adeptus Arbites. Uh, I have repaired uh, the fleet for the BFG special mission from Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been writing a lot of fluff. Awesome. Are you, are you, and are you, are you also the, the 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 one BFG mission that's for our uh, red book for Lincoln. Ooh, spoilers! Yeah, sounds awesome, man. Have you been enjoying it all, even even though it might? Be- yeah, but it's fr- it's frustrating though. Every time I f- feel like I'm the mo- I have the most creative, I always get interrupted. And then I try to get back into my zone, and it never happens. Oh, man, that sucks. Because I get, like, great ideas when I'm running between meetings at work or I sit in my car, and then I never get time. And then finally I get some time at night to type away. Then it's just it's hard to get, bring it back up again. Fair. Yeah. Fair, fair. You, it's, yeah. It's uh, it's not always easy. I mean, if, you carry, if you're lucky enough to be carrying around a – a notebook with you and stuff like that to make the notes that's always a good plan but that doesn't mean you can't you can get into the whole flow of things which is a bit of a shame yeah well i try, I try to put shit down and, and stuff at least mentally noted in my head yeah so i i have it there like i have an I, the idea like the idea for the entire story has always been there but it's just when i get inspired with little bits and pieces but i think it's slowly and surely it's gone there. I've done the first chapter for uh, Lincoln at least, like properly. Nice. Looking it's gone from to... uh, just a, a, a kind of weird mind map graph to like the first, the first story. Very nice. I look for. I look forward to to reading it and holding it in our hands. Well, yeah, <laughs> getting to, getting everybody else to have it in their hands. So it's going to be very important. To get, well, you should be coming along. You really should yes, be. Yes, you should. It's it's super super duper 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 important uh, that you you get to start seeing what is coming out because there is so much goodness. So, oh, so much so goodness. good things. All the good things. Um. So yeah. So any any other hobby updates, dude? Or? Uh, uh. No. Not besides uh, uh, working on terrain and shit. So yeah. and we're gonna have another. Well, we're gonna have. Uh, while uh, Magnus and the boys are at uh, Adepticon, I'm going to use some of our friends to start sorting out uh, tables and stuff for for Lincoln and pack away the stuff that we need to bring to Gothcon. Awesome. Awesome. Because I think we were going to um, provide some extra tables for the 30K Sweden guys. Cool. 
Well, uh, Gothcon is going to be absolutely amazeballs. That's for sure. Uh, very I'll have to stay away to. from the retro shop this way. <laughs> 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 financial oh God. death again. <laughs> yeah, that that's um, that's always a problem. Sort of walking in and going, oh, so, so much, much cool there. stuff. <laughs> so much cool. Stuff. Uh, can't win, can you? No, just can't win. Just just let it roll. Um, Fuck so it. I guess it's, I guess it's round to me then. Uh, yep. I've been up to. Um, Started work on uh, some stuff for myself for Gothcon. Uh, started putting together an armored list because I'm not going to get all the bits I want in time for my militia. So I'm going to take them, do them as a sort of aim for Lincoln. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got myself uh, a World Eaters armored list I'm working on, which I will put some pictures up. It's all retro Rhino chassis as well. Which I've mentioned several times, but I actually got all the uh, got all the modelling done on them, undercoats down on them. So now it's just to actually start painting them. Continuing to work on Titans and stuff. Um, I was going to go do some work for a friend of mine, Frederick, for the, over the weekend, um, until I came out on Friday evening and realised some junky little shit had put through both the windows in front of my car and stolen oh, my car really? radio. Seriously, yeah, your car radio. Who yeah, I mean, these days. I mean, the funny thing is, it was like 150 crowns from like 15 quid from Wish. So yeah. I hope the, you know, whatever it is, fucking, you know, whatever the fuck they bought that was chopped up with rat poison and, and uh, <laughs> you know, baking powder did them some good. They've just fucked my life up quite nicely now because, uh, yeah. One, it never rains, but it fucking pours, and some other shit went bad. So uh, I got a very large bill. I've got to try and sort out for uh, getting <laughs> getting my car back on the road. So this yeah. is why you have car insurance. Yeah, it's still a big bill. <laughs> yeah, still a big bill. Sadly, they've done. No, they've done some. There's only so much of the things gonna. Everything's gonna cover. There's damage inside the door and everything as well. So. Um, uh, about four thousand Swedish to get it all sorted. Oh, isn't that more than the fucking car is worth? Oh god, yeah, about four times. <laughs> but it's my car; it's all I've got. So <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to get a car like that for the same deal, <laughs> even though it's a hunk of metal um, and sounds like it has a hole in the exhaust because it does. Um, I but... have to go and get. Get the fucking roadworthy test soon. Yeah, besicting's in in April. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, um, so I haven't hobbied as much as I wanted to, but uh, now my cult of paint airbrush has finally arrived. As yeah, well, yeah, I saw that. That's sweet. It's so gorgeous. So pretty. Oh, it's it's. I haven't put any paint through it yet. Just some air. Just to test it, because <laughs> literally it was it arrived. I put the pictures up. I was gonna like I'm gonna do some spend the weekend painting and trying it out, and then you know, junky crackhead fuckwits. Um, so uh, yeah, I haven't done anything with it yet, um, but it's so gorgeous. It is. I I can't even. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, 
so yeah, I can't wait to finally sit down and, and, and play with that. Um, yeah. And I'm just looking at my, my list of stuff that has to be done by GothCon uh, for people and for myself and other stuff as well. So it's, it's been fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, fucking annoying at the same time. Um, so yeah. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not complaining about anything I always complain about, but, uh, yeah, we need to talk about something that has, uh, dropped that we now have. I mean, we had, we had an idea of the come the weekend well, uh, and everything. I got to see the rules. So. You got to see the rules directly. No, everyone got to see the rules. Ah. But now we have the data sheet out for him, which I think the general consensus means he's probably going to be available this Forge World Friday, or, you know, the, what is it? The when, What date is Friday, depending on when this episode drops. So the 15th, maybe the 22nd, and possibly book eight around the same time. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but we are talking about Sanguinius and, um, oh, he's, he's not subtle. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. No, no, hell no. (laughs) Um, does somebody want to go through this or shall I take it? You you can do, I did it for the weekend episode. You did. Uh, okay. It is all to you now. Oh, Joey, you've got to chime in, man, because, I mean... I already told you he's bananas. Yeah, he's bananas, but, I mean, okay, stat line, just to run through it. Everybody can see he's 485 points. I don't think he's got any additional cost upgrades, so not like Magnus in that way, in any way, shape, or form. Um, He is weapon skill 9, BS5, 6 and 6 strength and toughness, 6 wounds, initiative 7, 6 attacks, uh, leadership 10, 2 up save. And he is, he also has a, a four up involve save. Um, and he's, he, this is kind of awesome. This is his, his armor, the uh, regalia resplendent. So it's a two up armor save with a four up involve save and allows him to reroll any failed involve saves on a turn in which he charged. ABC, always be charging. <laughs> this man is in. Oh yeah, he needs to get in and out. Um, Which is easy because of his bananas movement. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Um, so yeah, uh, so he's got war gear. Like I said, the re- great wings, the blade in carmine, or the spear of te- uh, how's that pronounced? Telsetto. Um, yeah, Telesto or what is? It? Yeah, um, and moon silver blade. He's got. Infernus and frag grenades because everybody needs frag grenades. Uh, he's got the standard Primark package as far as special rules are concerned. He's then got Sire of the Blood Angels, Angelic Presence, Sky Strike, which I really like, and very bulky. So um, let's go through these very quickly because it's well worth talking about. So he himself gains plus one initiative and attack in the first turn of any combat. So that's initiative eight and seven attacks. Eight if you're charging. Um, if he's armed the right way. Um, and while he's present, all friendly jump infantry units within the Legion, Astartes, Blood Angels, uh, may choose to use their jump packs in both the movement and assault phases. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
it's not bad. <laughs> to be fair, it's not that bad. Angelic presence. Any fr any friendly units within three inches of him gain plus D three to the wound value. Um, used to calculate if the unit has won close combat or not. Ouch. That, yeah, that can seriously that that will make some impacts in some I very like how it says combat. Any friendly units. Yeah. So it means it, it's not just. It doesn't say blood anything angels. about Blood Angels or Legion Starty's Blood Angels or anything. Ooh, nasty. It's just pe people that like him get inspired <laughs> by him. He's a nice guy. I like him. Yeah. We've <laughs> already gone through his, um, through his armor. And then we've got the Great Wings, uh, which basically means um, because he's equipped with a jump pack, he's counted as a jump infantry for the, um, for the rules in regards to his wings. Um, so he's allowed to use them in both the movement and assault phases, and his Hammer of Wrath attacks are Strength 10, AP 2. And when deploying via Deep Strike, him and, or him and any unit he accompanies do not scatter. Yeah. Yep. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Sky Strike. Uh, this one I think is really awesome, uh, just because it's so fluffy. Um, it does also scare the living bejesus out of me. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be going over everybody. Uh, so at the end of the movement phase in which this model has moved using the jump pack rules, I mean, very rarely would you not want to, uh, nominate one enemy unit not locked in combat that the model has moved over that turn. Uh, the unit takes one hit if, it's, if the unit is enemy flyer, in zoom mode, or an enemy, enemy swooping monstrous creature, it is said takes D3 hits. Um, these hits are resolved at strength 6, AP2, using random allocation and the ignore cover special rule. Against vehicles, these hits are resolved against the target's sidearm. So, yeah. Yeah, vector striking. Basically, he vector strikes. Oh, well, he, in the sort of dreadclaw way. Yeah. Which is really nice, and I, I really like that because it makes sense. That he, he is that good, he can do it. And that makes sense. Um, his pistol, uh, the Infernus, 18-inch range, strength A, AP1, assault 2, one use. Fair enough. It's a one-use pistol. Works. Um, it's not like you're going to bother using it. I was going to say, you're really not. I mean, it's going to be like, first turn... Jump, jump forward, blap, blap, charge, and then you're just going to be bouncing from unit to unit. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Blade in Carmine. Um, so, he can be equipped with this or the Spear um, and the Moonsilver Blade. So, you've got to choose it before the game, and it clearly must be shown on the model. Basically, magnetized stuff. Um, so, the Blade in Carmine, plus one strength, AP2, melee, rampage, and shred. Yeah, so one, one, one is crowd control and the other one is take on big things. Yeah, we'll see. so not bad. Um, right. So, yeah, as Freddie said, that's crowd control. Um, this, this is where we get onto the big stuff. Um, so the Spear of uh, Telesto. Um, basically, the Spear is uh, on the charge. Um, no, let me read this. Okay, so uh, once per game of the shooting phase, in lieu of making another sh uh, any other shooting attacks, Sanguinius can hurl his spear with the force of a bolt of angelic lightning. 
Using the profile below, should he choose to do this, he may not take any further use of the spear for the remainder of the game. Basically, you can hock your spear at an enemy. 12-inch range, strength 7, AP 1. It's Assault 1, Instant Death, Armor Bane, and Wrath of Angels. So, for every successful roll of a 6, made with the spear, the unit suffers an additional wound on the same profile. Nice. Doesn't particularly say whether that stacks or not. With what? Can you keep rolling... If you keep rolling 6s, can you keep rolling 6s? Yeah, they're always... Very particular in putting in, like, if a, another six is rolled, blah, 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 that's not. Yeah, it's like, it's because I was thinking about the, um, uh, what you call it, like, uh, deflagrate. Yeah. For example. Um, so, yeah. But I think you can only do it once, though, because that's the normal consent rule. I mean, that would make sense. Because um, there's nothing else in the game that has. You keep rolling. That yeah, doesn't have a, a, a like either. It's just a wording. Zero. It's just a wording, and I'm just intrigued by it more than anything else. Um, okay, and I'm guessing this with the actual spear, sort of close combat. It, this is all I'm guessing is the charge stroke continued close combat. Um, so I'm guessing on the charge strength plus three AP one, uh, and then subsequent rounds it's strength user. Oh dear, it's strength six. Um, AP two. It's two handed, has instant death, master crafted, and like we said, has the wrath of angels. Um, so you can keep, well, again, in combat, every roll of a six, you get another, another wound. Um, and then, yes, the last one, which is moon silver blade, strength user, AP three, master crafted. Uh, master crafted even blind duelist edge moon silver so moon silver any wound caused against a model with a, the demon demon the ruin storm or psycho special rule instead counts as two wounds wounds caused in excess of the models remaining wounds do not spill over to other models so you got a demon prince out you got your samuses or psychers and um that sort of stuff out go in there punk him with the punk him with the blade and you're pretty sure to, to take him off. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, Freddie, well, yeah, like I said, you've given your thoughts. Magnus, any particulars? He's he's a beast in close combat, especially when facing up against like larger units and stuff. Well, he has no problem in taking on his brothers either, pretty much. Hmm. Um, I like like the blade and carmine. The shred part is pretty awesome, since that's like a you always lose a wound here and there for once and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Rampage is pretty cool as well. Yeah, it is, and I mean, with the reroll on interval saves for close combat and six attacks, well, pretty much eight when he charges. Yeah. Well, no, he dual weapons as well. If he uses if he uses the blade and carmine, it actually has nine attacks. Yeah, when he charges, because yeah, on the first round of combat, it will be no. nine. Yeah, yeah, because plus one, plus one for being the sorrow of the blood angels, 
plus one for the charge, plus one for the dual wielded weapons if he's got that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ow. And I mean, and he he brings a lot for the Blood Angels, um, making like all the jump pack units way more efficient and not mishapping or actually always deep striking on point. It's gonna be fun to see him and what people build around him with the, when we get the rules, the full rules set of the bucket. Mm. I'm Does just thinking. Really changes his army quite a bit or you can change your build with him around him mm. yeah. yeah i want to see how he fares against the other primarchs that would be interesting i'd like to see how he faces up against them um yeah i mean what was it when we did uh, the callus event um a few weeks ago now um one of the interesting lists was basically a, if I remember rightly, it was a Blood Angel list with three max squads of jump packs. Yeah. Um, all of them armed with melter bombs. So there was a ridiculous amount of melter bombs on the field, basically. I just imagine dropping him in with one of those and just seeing they would go after anything. Just multi charge all of them. <laughs> yeah, just fuck it all up. Bam out, motherfuckers. Let's melt up on the entire armored line in one yeah. go. It would just be. I mean, it'd be beautiful, but bloody frightening. <laughs> Especially yeah. as all those, all of those, um, those 60 or whatever it is, jump troops would be using their jump to. They would be moving 12 and then. Charging with the re-roll charge. And hammer of wrathing. And hammer of wrathing. Fucking hell. (laughs) I mean, ow. That's that's gonna suck. Um, Yeah, I can see that happening. I look forward to seeing it happening as long as it doesn't happen against me. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Because I guess I'd have to bring all the quad mortars to try and deal with that somehow. Uh, Quad mortars for the win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, very much yes. Um, <laughs> um, I think he's great. I love the model. Um, there's a few guys I know who have him painting him up. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the different job paint jobs done on him. Actually, now I've spent more time looking at it, he's definitely one of the Primark models I'd really like to paint. Um, just to have, because I think he'd make a beautiful... Um, a really, really beautiful uh, just centerpiece display model on like the top shelf of a display cabinet or something. He's that gorgeous. Um, so yeah. Who was, I, who was talking about painting him in the Blood Angels red armor? Was it Miles? I think Miles wants to do a version of him in the red as well. Well, he bought fucking eight of them. <laughs> who doesn't need eight? Exactly. I mean, got a, got Primark? I got Primark. I've got eight of the fucking Primarchs. You call <laughs> that a Primark? No, this is a Primark. A Primark. <laughs> I see you played nicely Primark before. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Uh... Yeah, I want to see... Like... We have to do like a, a proper uh, recorded game of him versus the Red Angel. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Battle Royal style. We need to do this. We need to find a way. Has to happen. We'll find a way. 
bring your Primark. Bring it to Lincoln. We'll have a we'll have a you know fatal however many way we can. Uh, just Primark smash the shit out of each other. Well, l- l- last time we did Mount Rushmore of Primarks, fucking Istvan f- five Korax one. Istvan yeah. <laughs> five Korax one. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, fucking yeah, something tells me that, that, that yeah, I, I'd like to throw my money on a couple of the newer newer ones, but we should we should really look back at that as well. Actually, um, that would be very very cool. <sighs> so yes, loads of cool stuff out there right now. Um, I can't I can't wait to see book eight. Hopefully, book eight drop very soon. Um, and then yeah. we'll be doing an episode on book eight. Um, very much so, an episode on book eight. Um, and more probably. Um, seems so, possible. Yeah. I, 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 it seems pretty likely. Um, I think we'd be very remiss if we didn't. Fair. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking to see what forward to seeing what comes out of all this. Uh, so, is there anything else we need to mention, gents, during the the open here before we uh, head on out to our main segment? Anything you can think of? No, no. Didn't didn't did I hear you mention we sold the first ticket, Freddie? Oh, for the <laughs> raffle. Raffle yes. ticket number one has been uh, sorted. As soon as we dropped it, we got our first raffle ticket, and I want to thank you for your donation. Yep. So and for everyone that hasn't donated yet, get on it. Don't wait for the last ticket. It doesn't work. It's a lie. No, it worked once, so the odds for it to happen again is, like, minuscule. Yeah. I mean, believe, but don't wait until the end. Let's get all be that money in. Be, be a believer. A believer. A believer. Yes, trust in Bieber. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm in one of those moods tonight. <laughs> ah, shit. Um, but so yeah, no, we have nothing else. Nothing else to add. Fantasticals. Right then, if that being the case, hey, well, guys, we're going to head on out to um, some music. No idea what it is. We'll come up with something. Um, Theme thematically appropriate, uh, probably something. Um, if I'm honest, probably something prodigy related. Because uh, for some of you out there, it might be the same as me. The sad news to hear the uh, of the death of the uh, the lead singer of the prodigy. Big, big fan of their work. So uh, I might just indulge in some of their music at some point during the uh, the episode. But um, yeah, so we're going to head on out to a song. And we'll be right back with our masterfully uh, put together and talked about and drawn out section all about our events that are coming up in 2019. So we'll be right back after this.
And we're back. And as teased in a not so subtle way, um, the other side of that song, it is time to talk about our events. And it's not just our events, they're events for you, they're events for uh, everybody who wants to come and play them. That's right, the event, the Varangian Heresy event series 2019. It's time to start getting into the nitty gritty of it all uh, because, oh boy, are we getting questions about it. And uh, the information for our first two gaming events are up. Already, we've got people signing up left, right, and center, and we want to make sure you guys know what is happening. So, myself, Freddie, Eric, we're sat here. We're going to talk you through it. Um, you're going to get, as always, what is important is fluff. Then we're going to go and we're going to take you through each of the events, give you a good idea of what's in front of you. And we've been able to add a few more on, or at least one more on officially. Um, and, you know, this is what we do. We just like to bring new things to you guys as we do stuff and surprise ourselves occasionally. Um, because, ta-da! <laughs> if things weren't crazy and busy enough already. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to start off um, very easily. I'm going to go, Freddy, tell us this year. Oh, Sorry, I didn't know you were opening the can for the effect, man. I would have, I would have uh, not spoken then. But yeah, break, break, break open that beer. Grab, grab your pretzel and tell everybody. <laughs> relax, sit down, yeah, relax, um, <laughs> and tell everybody. You know, last year we had Numa Elysium. We had the the big fight over the planet over a number of years in the Heresy, Skandersgrad, <laughs> Skandersgrad, or yeah, the taking of the Hive City. With the wall and the titan, all the down. titans, all the titans, and and the vortex grenades. That's not <laughs> even my one per episode, but I'm still bitter. It's never going away. Um, so we had a whole story from that, and that's helped sort of jump this story a little bit as well. But you need to, you're the man with the for the story, so you tell us, let our listeners know what the event series is all about this year. Yeah, so I just uh, yeah, sit down and children and I'll tell you the story about the Battle of the Varangians. No, but in all seriousness, uh, this year we kind of, um, we thought that last year uh, we kind of focused a lot on the hobby because we had the painting course and we, we were trying, we wanted to showcase, uh, showcase uh, units that were seldom used on the battlefield. And uh, that, that, but they already had rules and they were kind of, Established units, it's just that the, the point cost pre-FAQ weren't that good. And and we wanted to encourage people to do heaps of you know painting and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, this year, we want to focus more on the narrative and kind of owning the game, like taking the Horus Heresy game and own it yourself. So this, this, this year, we're focusing on storytelling and creating unique units, if that makes sense. And now you're supposed to say yes. Of course it Freddy. does. It does. <laughs> yeah. it does. I've read yeah. them. Of course they make sense. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. So what what we've done is we have created a a planetary system. We've done that in the past on on people that I know to our event knows that we, we tend to create some sort of background because we, we need we need our events to kind of make sense in the scope of the Horus Heresy. This year, however, we kind of created a planetary system. And we wanted to tell a story more than we've done in the past. We wanted each and everything be interlinked. Kind of like imagine, uh, uh, I don't know, like uh, Operation Barbarossa. Because you have certain key elements in Operation Barbarossa. Uh, that's the 
German invasion of Soviet Union, World War II, for people who are not nerds like me. Uh, and, and, and you have certain phases of Operation Barbarossa. You have like the initial invasion, then you can kind of have like the, the second offensive, and then you have the Russians counterattack and so on and so on. Uh, you have dif- differentiate dif- uh, specific points during that time period that things happens. And we kind of want to uh, tell what's going on in the Varangian system. Uh, the time period that this campaign is placed is roughly a couple of years after Istvan 5. So, uh, and, and it's kind of in that period where you have the, the Shadow Crusade going on. You have kind of the, kind of between the conquest and retribution books sort of thing. Like uh, the introduction to Black Shields, the confusion of the heresy, who is on whose side, what's going on really. Uh, planets are kind of confused. For people, I've read that amazing story that uh, JP keeps talking about, about the person that turns the entire planet on onto itself without even firing. Yeah, well, he spoilers, he does fire a shot, but yeah, but, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, he does fire uh, a shot, but that's the bit we don't need to remember. Just one. No. Just one, uh, but but still, like eh, so the the entire galaxy is confusion. No one really knows what's going on. Like is it like there's heaps of misinformation going on? Is the emperor dead? Is it not dead? Like what has has Horus already reached Terra? Is the rebellion over? What the fuck is happening? And voila, we enter the Varangian system. Tensions are fucking high, right? No one's really sure what's going on. They have they have seen like the re- Retreat of whatever remnants survived Istvan Five passing through the system. Uh, obviously, that's the latest new they have. They have the the navigation beacon there, or or the astropath beacon, who keeps getting information from Terra, so to speak. You can't see me doing bunny ears because obviously this is radio. But <laughs> so it's like there's heaps of confusion. But but the imperial governor of the system is trying to maintain law and order. During the surface, though, heaps of stuff is happening. We have uh, people that, because there were all, already frictions within the system prior to compliance. There are voices that saying, like, now when it's civil war in the Imperium, they want to kind of not be part of the Imperium, but they don't want to be part of the War Master because they see the War Master uh, as also his own Imperium. It's just a Instead of the emperor, you have Horus, and it's the same, you know, same fucking coin, you know, different name. Uh, so, so they want to go. They they see this as an opportunity to maybe uh, regain their previous independence they have prior to compliance, because uh, it's you know, um, it it's an old system. There are a lot lot of uh, kind of old knight stories going on uh, and stuff like that. I, I don't want to spoil anything because I want people to actually embrace the fluff once we release all this. This is just a teaser. But basically what's going on, uh, and then obviously sooner or later the heresy or the bigger war is going to reach the system. And that is where we kind of start off. So what we're doing is we're recreating the epic struggle of the Varangian system during this time period. So we kind of started off with the, there's uh, you know the, the, the traitors doing their initial p- push. There is uh, a faction within the system that wants independence, wants to go go back to the time prior to compliance, and wants no part of the Imperium or Horus. Uh, 
or so we know, so we think, or we don't know. And I'm not going to spoil anything. It's a long story. It's complicated and it's funny as fuck. <laughs> and you're going to enjoy the trip. <laughs> that 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 it, it, it. You see this as a journey. But the main focus is we're re-fighting on our events. We're, we're kind of retelling the story because the the heresy, the way we see it, and when we read the black book, the heresy has already happened. Right. That's how you read the black book. The heresy has already happened, and this is just a historical account of what happened during the heresy. And you, you have the you know betrayal massacre. It, it already it's it's written as in the past. And and the Varangian Varangian system, like the battle for the Varangian system, has already happened. I know this is in the future, but yeah. Be with me here. It already has happened. It's kind of like uh, the Siege of Rax or whatever. Like those books, it's a campaign, but it has already happened. But what you do is you refighting that campaign. It's sort of like you're doing Operation Barbarossa again and see what if, what would happen? Like, how could you change this? How would you change the, you know, the traitor's assault on Amara, which is our first event at Gothgoth? Uh, what about the separatists doing the first pull for independence at Amara? Like, could that could that have changed? Could could the outcome have changed in any way? And we're trying to refight that battle, see what happened. And, and and that's basically what we do all the time. We play the heresy. We refight a his because we already know what happens at Terra. We already know what happens in the heresy. All we do is refighting the heresy and trying to see what if, like, what would happen if this happened. Would would uh, you know, Ferris have bitten, beaten, uh, uh, fucking Fulgrim if he had his hammer or whatnot? Like it's all these what ifs that we're doing. We're it's kind of like a historical war game, but set in the future, yeah. but in the past. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the the best way is wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. We're replaying stuff that may have, that, that just seeing how we could have done it and mm. having fun. Yeah, and especially exactly. especially and, 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 side skirmishes yeah. as well, which is the best. Yeah, bit. because we we in the past we tried to make let the event events tell the story. That's the traditional way. Like we have a planet and we have an event, and then at the end of the event we say, "Wait, the traitors won," you know. But now we do what the black books do. Like if you read Inferno, you can re, you you refight. The, the fucking epic struggle of the Thousand Suns against the Space Wolf, we already know it's going to happen, but we play those scenarios anyway, right? To see, could that have changed? Or what ifs? And, and stuff like that. And this is basically what we do all the time. Except that what, we... What if Magnus didn't sit down for so long? Yeah, exactly. Why did... Why, if he didn't take a technical timeout for Ninety percent of the battle, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> so what? What if he didn't send off the fleet, and so on and so on? So the, we we have we have wanted to change this up and look at this from the other perspective of just making the event tell the story. We want the story to be told, mm. but the event to try and do the what's if the thing that we do all the time in the heresy, but we never think about it. But we want to we want to create this like basically we want. To take, here's the black book for the Varangian heresy system, and we call it something. Maybe this is spoilers for the future. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, say no wink, more. Wink. Uh, wink, wink. And we want you to, like, fuck, try and fight, like, enjoy this shit, enjoy this fluff, try and recreate this battle 
and see what happens. What would happen if, if X, Y, and Z did something different? Yeah. And that, that's it. That, that's... But the fluff is, uh, obviously, it's, it, it's kind of a short time period after Istvan 5, just a, uh, like the, a couple of years. Kind of set during the same time period, if you want a, a book reference, during Conquest slash Retribution. Um, and also what's going on is that just as Retribution, the book Retribution introduced a third faction with the Black Shields, We've kind of gone further with that, uh, and inspired by different Black Library novels and stuff, we know that during the entire confusion, it, it, it is not black and white. There is no traitor loyalist. There's also the third one that are more interested in, in their own agendas, in their own planets, because the history of the planet is usually, like with the rulers and the, the royal families in brackets, it's longer than they have been you know, imperial and an imperial system or imperial planets. Because th this is not 40k, this is 30k. They have been compliance maybe like one or 200 years. Yeah. They, they have they have memories. They remember. They have memories of not being yeah, they have history part of the... the, the they planet. have history and memories of not being part of the Imperium. And let's be which, fair, some of them yeah. have got giant fucking chips on their shoulders about it. Yeah, massive fucking chips. <laughs> hint, hint, spoilers. But still... So we really want to create that. And, and, and the plan is that obviously everyone that attends the event will get priority on receiving like what's going on in the fluff. But people that are not attending the events will be able to follow the fluff or the story as it progresses, as we drop more and more books, so to speak, about the story. So if, if you can't attend Gothcon, don't be sad because you will still know the story it's it's let, let's imagine gothcon is the siege of rex part one you will still have the fucking information on what's going on in the siege of part one but let's say you're going to play part two well you have part one and then you'll get part two so you know you will be there to recreate the story of the battle of the varangian system that's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be awesome yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely no arguments there at all. Well, <clears throat> so that is, as Barry says, that's, that's as much as we want to talk about the fluff, that's the about the fluff, about the fluff. That's the overview because mm. there is so much to come. Yeah. Um, like when we, the, when we do our events primers, we're going to go into, let's say if we do event prior for Gothcon, it will be like kind of, let's say we had the Siege of Rex part one event we would tell you everything that happened during that part in the book. So <laughs> we're going to do that. So for the, for the event primacy, everyone will be updated to fluffs, fluff. So no one will just rock up to Gothcon and not know what's going on. So they know the fluff and they will embrace the fluff. And like, it, it will just be more and more like, don't worry about it. Like it, this is going to be a massive, like a TV series. What's going on. The script is already written. But you still watch fucking Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> so there you go, problem solved. Yeah, but that's that's because we all we all want dragons or you know Sokolpa <laughs> and Stormbirds in this case. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. There will be very few dragons in this uh, campaign. Yeah. Well, it might um, be sandworms. Yeah, so salamanders players need to pull their finger out there, basically. <laughs> um, sa sa sandworms could happen. Painting some air support with scales on it. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, 
nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Magnus, Frederick, yeah. just saying, get on yeah. with it. Yeah, 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 whatever. Doing it like in two weekends, he's gonna slave drive us all to paint fucking salamanders. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's just to, so everyone gets into the mindset of what's going on because that's the big difference that people need to get their their head around. Basically, what we're doing is we're saying, oh, imagine we're running away this event. We're recreating everything that's in book one, betrayal. But yeah. now we're doing this. This event series, we're recreating everything that's in book. I don't know what would it be nine. <laughs> the the Varangian book. You know. Yeah, nine nine point one because somebody will freak out thinking we've got an advanced copy of book nine or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, if that makes you travel to our events and come and play, by all means, yes, we have <laughs> we have many advanced books. We've even got book ten and eleven. Just saying. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm bullshitting, but you know, if you believe me, great. Um, yeah, come anyway. Yeah, come hmm. anyway. Um, but one thing I do, one thing, um, uh, one thing I do want to talk before we start talking about the events themselves is a lot of the stuff that we're producing. Um, when you normally get your 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 event, you get your event play pack, your, your player pack. We always put that up, and this is important. The players packs go up in the events themselves. So if you want to come along, you want to keep up to date with all the updates specifically for the events and what's going on, make sure that you put yourself as going or at yep. least interested in the events. You can find them on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy forward slash events. They're all listed there. And inside those events, there are links to unique drop boxes for the events, for the players packs and anything specific document wise that we might need to do for it secondly and this is the other thing because i know we've had questions about it we have a specific dropbox which is pinned to the top of our main uh, facebook page feed it's also pinned to the top in each event or will be as we go along and that is the folder that links all the special character or stroke stroke special units that are unique to the Varangian Heresy event series for this year. So right now we've uh, released a bunch of them. They're up there. The links are there. You can download them. They're available. Um, they'll be available for GothCon. And now, Freddie, this is where you can correct me, but I'm pretty sure we're on the right track. Then we'll update it with the second batch which will then become available for Lincoln. So at Lincoln, you'll have two batches of special characters to play from. Yep. Well, well, we, well basically, we're going to try and, and release the units as fast as we can. It's just that yeah. but this it takes a lot of work correcting yeah. them, playtesting them, and making sure that they're fun and exactly. adding to the fluff. Exactly. But this is this is just to give you a general sense of how things are going to work. We're going to make sure we, we do our best to, to make sure they're all out to you, but... If nothing else, you will get them for each event. We will try and drop a series of these for each event, if nothing else. Uh, but they will, they will always be available, and they will be available for use at our events. So if you're sitting there going, you know, you want to have a look at it and say, I want to use... Now, I've got to remember, I'm pretty sure we've got the Rough Riders up in the first one. Yeah, Rough Riders are definitely yep. there. A militia, I mean, you're a militia player. I want horses. Yeah, you want horses because horses are fucking epic, um, they're there, and you can plan to have them in your militia force the whole year. 
if you yep. want to use them. That's what we're saying. These aren't specifically for GothCon and GothCon alone. They are for the entire year. So you can really, as a player, and, and onwards if you want to use them, you know, that's the other benefit of having this information is that these character sheets and everything, they're out there for you to play with. And, you know, house rule, use them as you in your gaming clubs or whatever under house rules, however you want to do it. Um, and, um, you know, you can really then, which is what we've talked about in the past, Freddie, when we were talking about this, is you can invest in the models for these things and really go nuts and really put your heart and soul into them and have some fun with them, which yeah. is one of the other things that we absolutely love to do um, as gamers and as event organizers is give you a chance to do something different that still fits and works and you can make... Yeah, it still fits the narrative. That's yeah. like what we do. Yeah, we so just it's, not wanna, like saying, it's not like want to stir, stir it up a little bit. Yeah, it's not like saying you have to have X like tactical squads for this event. Um, and then you don't need X tactical squads again for the rest of the series. It's like, you want to use these, the whole, you want to run Rough Riders the whole year, you could run Rough Riders the whole year. If you want to run them for one event, leave them for the next one, bring them back to the event after, great. You can invest in the narrative and the hobby that way. Um, and that's this is why I mentioned, because it's the information is there. If you're at all unsure of where to find it, look. And if you looked then, if you looked and still can't find it, look again just to be sure. And if you still can't find it, drop us a message. We will happily uh, point you in the right direction, tag you in the posts, link you, but make sure that you are in the events, you're interested or going to the events listed there, so you have them and you are set. Um, so you will get all the updates for those events as you go along. That's super important. And that might be a bit admin-y, but it needs to be said now before we start jumping into the events themselves. Yeah. Um, did you want to add anything on that, Freddie? Or... No, no, no. That's uh, clear as mud. Clear as mud. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, so everybody should understand it. And to be fair, it's not like anybody really reads the event packs until like the, day, the night before anyway. So we're, we're doing our bit to try and get ahead of that curve for once. Yeah, but it, it, it's at least as our at our events, it's going to be a really, really good idea to uh, read the package before you go there because that's going to be a big one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's going to be very it, important. It, it will sometimes it will only ruin your own fun not to do it, and other times it will ruin other people's fun. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it. Yeah. So let's start. Let's dive in. Um, I'll take. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll jump in and take the first one because the first one's Gothcon. And uh, this is um, run with our lovely friends over at 30K Sweden, um, Eric, Eric, Nicholas, and Manfred. Um, I think that's the team, the organizing team with those guys now. Is that right? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Eric, uh, Nicholas. You mean the, the Sweden 30K teams? Yeah, yeah. It's Man Manfred as well, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, Eric, Eric Dinklis and Manfred. Yeah, okay, good. I'm just making sure I don't shoot our partners in the foot by forgetting their names properly because um, they'll try and kill me for it, and they're <laughs> very well deserved. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so this is this is the first event. Now, this is um, this is a one-day actual event. So let's get the, the sort of nuts and bolts out of, it, out of the way. One-day event. Three games, as always, and this goes across our entire event series, and as, is that we have best sport, best sport, second 
Is this your second best sport, Freddie? Am I right? Really no, right? no, no. It's, it's just for us to. Oh yeah, that's right. No, it's, so, yeah. it's always fucking tight. Yeah, true. So best sport you can vote for, and then you get you can offer you can offer someone three points, and then one point. Um, not the same person, so you get two votes. Best painted, as always. Uh, player's choice loyalist. Player's choice traitor. Player's choice separatist. And this is, you know, let's just before actually before we talk about the event, that's kind of important, Freddie. Do you want to? To bring everybody up to speed on what why we do that more than anything else. Uh, well, we we do it because of uh, well, basically, best sport is because we always encourage people to be fun and nice to play with. Uh, best painted is uh, it, it, it's that uh, normal award that you always do, like who who is fucking top ace painter, and they they need to you know get their respect and due, and and we love the we love our hobby so much, and we love seeing amazing models. Uh, Players' choice. Uh, that is a award that we kind of brought forward, and we started with that like what two years ago, I think. And that is yeah. just because there are some armies out there that are so fucking amazing and so beautiful and so cool or so fluffy or whatever, but they are not. They're not the best painted, but they're like pro. Like like let's say someone brings up like a Blanchitsu fucking mega super cool army. Well, they're not going to be the best painted, but they're fucking awesome and cool, and they need to get their own recognition. So we want to encourage not just being the best painter, but also like the entire hobby aspect. And that's why we got the player's choice. And and the feedback we got on that award is is really good, and and people really enjoy that one because they they're like, oh, because every time you know on that event you have people going, oh fuck, oh he's really beautiful, but I really like that armor over there. Like he's such a cool idea. In fact, that crazy dude that looks like Mad Max, but it's, uh, you know, Third Legion Elite, and he has that fucking guitar player on the stereo, and it's so so fucking sexy. Uh, but, you know, you, you can't beat uh, this guy here with his paint because this is, this is fucking, this is Demon Slayer shit. But I want to give it to both of them. But, you know, obviously he, he has done the best painting job. So the guy that done the Mad Max fucking guitar player, Third Legion Company Elite stuff, doesn't get the recognition and and we want to give recognition everywhere like we want everyone to be encouraged to do the best to your own abilities and and do cool ideas and fluffy shit so that's yeah. why we introduced the whole best uh, like player's choice yeah because that award is just about giving recognition to people that goes on and beyond when it comes to all the hobby aspects not just the painting skills yeah and most importantly from from for us as well as TOs, we don't vote in it. We have nothing to do with it unless no. we're unless we're actually playing and part of the event. And even then, we usually take ourselves out of it. Well, wasn't it the last draw? They had to arm wrestle, but in the end, they rolled the dice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, it got down to it. Uh, there was dice rolling involved, but um, yeah, we we so we take ourselves out of it because it is about it's your event. It's it's your event to decide, you know, who's doing what for you to put your points of view forward. It's not for us three or four sweaty dudes to just go around and see what we like, and you know, it's for everyone to make their choice, um, which is why we do that as well. Which I think is is awesome. I'm not saying it's unique because I know a lot of other people do it, but it's uh, it's a really good thing to be driving. Hmm. That's for sure. Definitely. Uh, if, yeah, so. Without the painting and and that, you you would miss the whole hobby aspect. So, yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's the last thing we want to do. 
Um, okay, so anyway, let's get back to Gothcon because that's where I was. Uh, I was, but just detoured as always. I need the sound effect. <laughs> we never detour. No, just it, it's all about just we can only see one step in front of us on the path, so we can't see the path at all. We're just making it up as we go along. <laughs> um, so uh, basically, um, these are as, as as it says in the, the event pack. Every conflict has its unwritten stories. Those these are those tales. Desperate battles performed with little to no hope of survival, all for a purpose of accomplishing some higher echelon objective. Now, this is a friendly event with thematic art, or where thematic armies are going to recreate the compelling narrative of the fight for Amara on always fantastic terrain. Um, so here's the thing: forces players can bring between fifteen hundred and two and a half thousand points. Using Age of Darkness Force all charts and or Zone Mortalis combatant charts. Okay, so they're listed in here. Now, the reason we're doing this is it's flexible to allow people to uh, who don't have 2,500 fully painted to be able to come to the event, have some fun. Also, maybe it's giving you the push to, to actually get that extra 500 points or even a thousand points or who knows you might want to start painting a full army a few weeks ahead of time you know it's what we do for events it's how we are um, but it's to give everybody a chance to bring what they have and be part of the event now we've already had questions about how is that going to work if i bring 1500 and somebody else has got 2500 don't panic we will be panic. there yeah, the event team, the EOs that get will be there, and we will be there to help people match up their games, uh, rework lists, and that's the thing, especially with bigger lists. Be be open to, you know, if it's you don't have a twenty five hundred point opponent, be open to rejigging your list. You can bring more miniatures with you if what, you want. Did to. you say rejigging? Rejigging, <laughs> rewriting, altering. Don't ridiculous. No, don't ridiculous. <laughs> unless it's that, unless it's custodes, and then it's a dick list anyway. But um, that's, that's not it. anymore. That's my one per list. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not oh god, yeah, that is my one per one per episode. Fine, I've done it. There we are, moving on. Um, so yeah, we're going to work with that. Um, there's also we're going to be having special tables as well. We're going to be having uh, GM'd tables. So part of the part of the event crew are going to be running specific tables. They're going to be acting as a live games master on those tables, making it an even more entertaining experience. They're going to have stuff to play with. We're going to make it just a different type of gaming experience. If you've never experienced it, it's going to be different. It's going to be fun. It's going to be something you want to jump in and have a go at. It's going uh, to be so awesome. It really will be. Now, this is... The other part, as we have mentioned, there are those in the the system, the Rangian system, who don't fly the colours of the traitor of the War Master, don't follow the colours of the um, of the Imperium, who maybe want to break out on their own or just want to say, you know, stick two middle fingers up to you guys, and we're going to take back our little corner of our world. So we're going to be running three factions. So we're going to be running separatists now. Freddie, is this something you want to talk about? How it's going to be organised? Because that the separatists. Well, it, it is pretty easy. The separatists yeah. can play against loyalists, loyalists or traitors. Uh, the loyalists obviously can play against separatists or traitors. Traitors can play against loyalists or separatists. 
So there is a, a third team. So imagine like you have Manchester, Liverpool, and fucking Chelsea. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And we'll be sorting people out into those groups as as it happens. And you know, if you've got ones you want to play with, uh, you know, you want to be a separatist, you want to play loyalist, you want to play trader. It's cool. We'll we'll find a way of making it work. So yeah, don't, at don't least, worry about that. Yeah, at least I'm hoping to see like people getting uh, a relation to the team they're playing for. Now that we have three teams, to maybe kind of have some of the people on the teams uh, moving along. Uh, from event to event on the same team. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm hoping to see, uh, like, uh, well, this is the thing, when, the, when we talked about doing the Separatists, we were looking at things like, very thematically, like Black Shields, Militia, you know, those sort of, uh, you can run with other, you know, all the other factions. Alpha Legion, for example, would be brilliant in the Separatists because nobody knows what fucking side they're on in the first place. They don't even know what side that. they're on. No, <laughs> and even no. legions um, could still, other than alpha legion, yeah. could still just get well, tired yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah, well, you have so many stories like, uh, well, you have uh, the Medusan fucking guy. He's kind of loyalist, but not really. He just wants to get back to the. He just wants revenge. He doesn't really care about the the Imperium anymore. He just wants to get his revenge and shit. So. Yeah, he wants to take take heads and crack skulls and all that sort of yeah. jazz. So. You know, it's there. It's to add some flexibility. And to be fair, um, we'll talk about it later because it we've been running. Uh, Eric's been running it as part of the route act system, and it's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun oh, to yeah, do not fall under that banner. Um, so choosing here's the thing: we're going to be uh, once everything's set up. Once you've got an opponent for your games, whether it's like if you're matched up and assigned to a table, or if you've gotten a grudge match you want to play up, whatever. If you're up and ready. We've got the, like I said, we've got the time set up and the game's there. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be using um, a combination of things. We're going to be using the Shadow War uh, roll-off rule in this one. And we also have, uh, as always, because uh, we do love these things, <laughs> we have event cards, specific event about the cards. cards. Now these will be, every player will have a deck of these and they may or may not be part of your swag bag should you be showing up to the event. Just <laughs> saying. Um, so you'll be able to take these away and have fun with them. Um, obviously, gaming fun, anything else you do on your spare time is totally your own, but I do believe they are wiped clean. Um, so basically, before deployment, each player will, do, will draw two rewards of hatred cards from their deck and apply it to their game. Okay, so these are things that are going to have effects on the game, bit of fun, um, and then both players will make a Shadow War dice roll, and the winner of that draws the primary mission and chooses a deployment map. The loser gets to choose a secondary objective card. So we're using cards to help decide the missions and how things play out. Okay? So that's this is all setup related. All setup related. The Shadow Roll um, roll-off is related to those cards. So basically, you make the roll. So, for example... If you, let's, let's just say you're, um, well, let's say it's me and you're running Iron Warriors, for example, and you decide to bring a super heavy vehicle to your list um, because that's what you want to do. And you don't, I don't know, you have um, a bunker in there. I would be rolling 2d6 
And whatever I get, I would be rolling at minus five. Because it's the Shadow Wars. Having fixed fortifications, a gigantic super heavy, and basically one of the least subtle legions in the books. Um, it's, it's not, not my bag. It's not my jam. Um, but if you were... Uh, I mean, we've got Talents of the Emperor here, for example, or Black Shields, because you're playing as a separatist Black Shield, maybe. You've got to learn how to sneak, and you know, maybe you've got a, a Vigilator in your army as well, so then you'd be at, like, plus three. Pretty awesome. So, you know, it's it's all about um, use those roles to sort of set up the mission that you have. That's the important bit. That's what the Shadow War and the cards are for, setting up the mission and the game itself. When it yeah, comes and, down and, to it... And the way when it comes to secondary and primary objective, it, it's more like <laughs> the ones that have those combinations in the war uh, role, they are more aggressive, they're more the attacker, while yeah. Well, the ones that are defend, they're more they're more consolidated, so they're more focused on the secondary objective objectives, and it, and it it also kind of helps because uh, it will tie in different units within the narrative. So don't worry about that; like it, yeah. it it has been thought through. It really has. We've been doing this for a few years and know a few things, and we we we, we are confident in this. Then, when it comes to actual gameplay, because we have had questions about things like. How does this work in regards to rights of war, stuff like that? Uh, who gets to go first? Who does this? Who does that? Um, that is resultant to turn one that has nothing to do with the... No. Right, Ro rolling off who goes first yeah. or second. It, that, that's... Like the, that, that's after you pick missions and, yeah. and deployment zones, then, then you go into the normal fucking thing that happens. You roll yeah. off to see who is attacker and defender, unless you have a rule that says that you're always attacking. So this is, yeah, the, this, I think the even way of putting this is all the cards, the shadow rules, all, rules, all of that, that's the story setup, yeah. not the game mechanics. This is not how you play the actual set, the, the, the beginning of the game. So don't worry about it. Mm. That will That's just to cr create the scene, and yeah. then you add on to then in and after you created the scene, uh, then you add on your specific mission rule, like your army rules. Yeah. Hmm. Clear as yeah. mud. Clear as mud, but it works. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so we have. Um, couple of other things now freddie you can confirm this but i'm pretty sure we're going to be running these throughout the event series as well um that's the desperate struggle special rules uh yep yep and these so these are basically... uh, but at least for for uh lincoln and gothcon we're doing that because it's kind of it's kind of important but then afterwards um they're going to be incorporated in whoever is your your own warlord because yeah. we're trying to make you to create a store of your own uh, warlord as well. Yeah. So these basically what these desperate struggle rules are, because this is important. These are specific um, extra extra traits. Um, these are as I say, to represent the warlords on all sides who have additional special rules to reflect their overall strategic goals. So you've got the loyalists. They have one called heroic sacrifice. So when the character is fighting in a challenge, excess wounds inflicted by an enemy character are not carried over to the unit. 
does not count towards combat resolution. So that's pretty boss, um, especially when you think about maybe, I don't know, using Legion Champion in there. That could be quite interesting. especially Except with, uh, when he dies. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's got a Paragon Blade. He should be pretty decent these days. Um, for, uh, ferocious Escalade uh, for traitors. The character and their unit cause fear when charging enemies that are occupying buildings or ruins. And if they already cause fear, the enemy must take their leadership on 3d6, discarding the lowest dice. I like that one. That one was fun. <laughs> we had fun with that one. And then this one I love, and this is the new one. For the Separatist, Void Pirates. Uh, characters may, the character may roll one extra dice when rolling for his Warlord trait. So that's, that could make Praetors very nasty when it comes to... Yeah, you roll three dice, and then you... Exactly, which I, I think is gorgeous. I absolutely love that. Um, and now I mentioned it already, we've got the special units, so go and have a look at those. They are important. Um, and normally we jump in, we, we will do a primer coming up to these events, where we'll actually go through the event pack in as much if not more detailed go through the special units that are available all that sort of stuff but if you look in the players pack there are some event army restrictions and rules which are really important um so we want you to go and take a look at those but one thing we're going to be doing for the event series as a whole uh freddie you can correct me on this one this is about the malkadors yep malkadors malkadors for the malkadors uh Mech spirits. Yep, they're going mech, to... Mech machine spirits. Yep, we're going to give them... We've, we've decided after the change uh, of rules and everything that happened when they lost this, but super heavy rule and everything, we don't want people to be losing out on what they've already got for armies, and we think they're awesome models and tanks. So they will be... Uh, all Malkador tank types come equipped with a machine spirit for no additional points cost. And that's going to be for all our events. Yep. So... No additional cost. They will have machine spirits. You can therefore, you know, you don't have to throw your tanks out the window or I, know, I, buy a whole new I army. I think I can hear. I think I hear Janus cheering somewhere. I think I just heard Janus <laughs> pop a vein. Yes, very much. Yeah. So. <laughs> army suddenly just became viable again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Basically, so... basically, we talked about it, and the the tanks weren't really that good already. So we, we didn't really see the need to nerf them that much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, machine spirit it is. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it's a nice, simple, easy fix. No super special drag back hole rules or anything. So, yeah, spot on. Exactly. Okay, so that is, that is the overview of GothCon. Um, yeah, we've, that, that's, that is basically GothCon in a nutshell for the event that we're running. And now I'm going to throw it to Freddy because Freddy's got three things to talk about when it comes Yay. to LinkCon. Yeah. Well, you, you, you mentioned like on, on Friday. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about Friday. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, I mean, on GothCon, uh, the first day will be the event day, the second day will be open gaming. So, so there, yeah, it's yeah. actually two days, but it's just that the main, like the main event is a one day event. And there will be a possibility to do open gaming. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, Freddie, link on yes. us, buddy. Link on us to the first. Link on, link on. Well, uh, link on is just like GothCon, except it's in Linköping. 
But it's uh, basically we're going to run three things at Lincoln. The, the first will be the brush masterclass run by Call to Paint, which will be on the Thursday, uh, which is the 30th of May, mm-hmm. uh, which you'll, you'll get more information about that in, in, a, in another episode where we're going to go talking about all the painting courses we're running this year. But basically, it will teach you how to become a fucking ace painter with your brushes. Uh, the next event we're holding is our first Adeptus Titanicus event. Da, 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 bum, ba, da, bum, which we're bum. super excited about. And um, it's a one-day event, and it's uh, 1,500 points. Uh, so basically, bring your maniple. I think I'm going to bring a warlord a reaver and two warhounds and some knights that's probably which, my which scale are we talking about here well uh i'm bringing eight mil i could probably bring the same thing in 28 mil i was gonna say you could bring the same thing in 28 <laughs> which is why i just wanted to check the scaling yeah. <laughs> well we're gonna do if if the thing for this event we have a caveat and that is if people want to play in 28 mil we will help them play in 28 mil but basically, we're saying everyone has to bring 8 mil. But if they have 28 mil and your opponent has 28 mil, then there's nothing stopping you playing Adeptus Titanicus in 28 mil. We have rules for that as well. So, uh, spots are going to be limited because this is kind of my, kind of our first Adeptus Titanicus event. And we just, we're just doing this because we want to start incorporating uh, more. Adeptus Titanicus, Battlefield Gothic, Epic and stuff into our event series because, well, because I love those games and and we all love now, games. now Jody and Eric and else loves those games because I told them so. Yes, yeah, very much. We, we can take one each. I'll take Battlefield Gothic and then Jody can take the, the Titan one. <laughs> can I? Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Jody. You, you just won the Titan game. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, so it's going to be the stock standard three rounds, a lot of uh, bantering, and uh, it is recreating uh, the epic Titan battle of Amara when uh, Legio Latinicos kind of sealed the deal with the, the traitor assault on the Ash Wastes there when there was a mega battle going on. Which you will find out more about when you read the fluff. And that, that is Adeptus Titanicus. Uh, followed by that, on the 1st of June, we're going to do our Centurion event, which is going to be a massive uh, Stalingrad-esque citified event. It's all going to be about downtown fucking suburbia. Or would you have suburbia in a hive city? I don't know. But anyway. Downtown Hablock? The down Hablock. Hablock. Hablo Hablocks. Yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's it's all about Centurion in urban warfare. Uh, there is a big bit of a tweak to the to rules for the our Centurion events for this this time around. You're allowed to take one armored vehicle that has uh, no higher armor value than thirteen, but the only one. So you can have like one Predator or one whatever that has armor value thirteen, but only one of those tanks. And yes, you can have one of the boar thing because it's classed as a tank. So you're good. But only one. Remember that? Only one. The rest are the normal Centurion rules. 
and it's 1500 points and basically what we're going to do that once again uh because we're recreating the massive fight of the starport and the city in at amara and uh, we are doing we're going to run some narrative missions as well for you guys we're going to have some bfg going on so if two players elects to want to play the space battle which is kind of the precursor to the the traitors dropping into amara you're allowed to do that to forfeit your centurion game and play some bfg that's all good we're going to have two tables set up for bfg with scenarios ready to go and uh yeah we're, we're going to run the missions by the city fight cards where you're going to do you you get different missions the, the entire is to recreate the desperate struggle in the city where basically centurion lists are fighting block by block trying to gain minor strategic traits like in the confusion of the entire city because it is utterly chaos at this stage because rebellion is going on with with the separatists at the same time as the traitors are trying to force their way into the city and the loyalists are trying just desperately to who the fuck is holding on while you know traitors are running into separatists separatists are running into loyalists loyalists are running into everyone everyone's just trying to grab what resources they can get their hands on yeah and and, and and in them, it's like total confusion. Like the the loyalists don't know what's going on. Are the separatist traitors, or and, and the traitors don't know if the separatists are loyalists. And 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 it's just like the the thing you notice in an urban warfare, if you've ever experienced that, is it's really hard to know what's going on a couple of blocks down. Like who who is really there fighting and stuff. And comms are really iffy at the, this point. And yeah. So that's going to be super cool. It's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. And, and last year's Centurion event was fucking super successful. So this year we're just going to try and, and top that top that even more. So hopefully whoever's going to go there, they're going to have the same fucking enjoyment they have last year. It's going to be heaps of cool to extra tweak missions. And uh, you will really enjoy the Centurion mode that we've done for this year. And, and the extra tweaks we've done with the the kind of like a hype city cards to to get that feel of urban warfare in a desperate centurion kind of small smallerish skirmish where it's kind of centered to one or two kind of powerful vehicles to try to blast through rubble and ruins and you know ambush counter ambush and stuff going on so yeah you're really going to enjoy recreating that narrative story it's going to be absolutely baller yeah i'll wait for it and it's going to be so. I mean, it's going to be three days of hobby with yeah. the brush skills on the on now getting added in there. And um, for for those that are wondering, we may have some bigger rooms this year. Yeah, finally, <laughs> we, we will have bigger rooms this year because I've complained so fucking much. That, so at least this year they promised us like really big lecture rooms. So we're not going to be as tight like the 40 players we had in those two small classrooms last year. Hopefully, yeah. Didn't we outnumber the 40k players or something? We outnumbered all the events. We were one of the largest fucking miniature events going on there. And we had three days of wargaming and the rest were used, I don't know. I think like the Age of Sigmar guys, they had three big rooms and there were like 12 of them. But yeah, it was ridiculous. But I've complained about it, and it, this year it's going to be massive, and it's going to be enormous, and hopefully we're going to be even more than last. Year. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. 
but we're, we're kind of we're kind of putting the the rough number at forty for registration. We might be able to squeeze in more if we have time or we have uh, we have enough space. Especially if, if we kind of have to make that people do the special BFG missions, then we can squeeze in more places and stuff. But yeah, don't feel discouraged. Just uh, you know, sign up and come and have fucking an amazing time. Yeah, because it will and, be. Uh, and I, I can say, like, writing the fluff, I, I, I just want to play. <laughs> it's going to be hard being an EO because I just want to play the shit that I'm writing right now because, it, it, yeah. like, I, I love, like, especially now when Necromanda has kicked off again and you get that desperate fucking Hive City fighting going on. And and, and what we're going to do is, like, I, I just, I just want to play it. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I know we've got a very big team, but some of us will hopefully be around and possibly playing, bringing toys with us and all that sort of stuff. And we're, we're always open for uh, challenge games and stuff like that if, if there is time and space. So yeah. that's always exactly. good. And we do have hopes to, to have some, uh, some friends showing up, uh, friends of the show. Um, yep. Thinking specifically, uh, well, Mr. Henry's going to be over because he's going to be doing the brush skills class. Yeah. <laughs> And Ryan Kimmel is coming over. Yeah, so uh, you know we're, we're not all about celebrity, but if you do do want to meet these guys and have a chat with them, then it's a, this is the excuse to come and do it because they're going to be there, and it's going to be uh, awesome fun having them over there. So uh, I I personally can't wait because I've been waiting to meet Ryan for freaking ages. Just means he had to come to this country instead. So you know, <laughs> the beards will collide, is what I'm saying. So be be warned. There may be some. There will be some uh, entanglement and and beard awesomeness happening. Well, he's, he's been a good man. He's already sent in his army list. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't Ryan literally have like like several gigabytes worth of pre done pre made army list? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, he just want to make sure that because he's uh, like they're like him and Henry are super paranoid. They're not going to get any spots, which is going to be a recurring team theme as soon as we fucking talk about other events (laughs) and overseas visitors. This is very true. Um, Okay, so that's that. That is. uh, Are we happy to wrap wrap link on there as it's done? Fuck it. Done. Dusted. Let's go. Now, now, now we need to uh, to jump. And this one, we're jumping over to uh, to Ericon because this is um, August 10th happening up in... Um, Stockholm! Uh, Stockholm! Stockholm! Our, our home, our home ground, our, our, our spiritual our home. home away from home. Yeah, <laughs> home away from wives. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my fucking safe, safe, safe space. <laughs> whoa, whoa, don't call it that, otherwise you're getting very millennial. You don't want to call it a safe space. It's, it's panic a, room then. Like the dungeon retreat. there. A panic room <laughs> stroke hobby retreat. There we are. We've got the yeah, language right. The dungeon is my panic room. <laughs> oh, yeah, very much so. Um, but yes, and that is the Route at Rebellion. Now, Eric, this is your baby. You go for it, man. You tell, you tell everybody all about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, this time we're hoping for about 30 people there at least. Maybe 40 if we're really lucky. Um that, and depending on the location, also we, in Stockholm, if uh, we got space for it, but uh, that that's up to you, Freddy. <laughs> uh, Forty. Yeah. I thought I, w- I wanted to play in this, so I, yeah. I'm. A- I hope we were aiming for thirty because then I can play. 
Yeah. You can play um, Other people will be running it. <laughs> yeah. So basically what what we started out with is we have made a computer program to actually run the real-time event. Uh, so you can do it from your... Uh, you can move your army on your smartphone. Uh, of course, the game master can move you if you don't have a smartphone or if you don't have internet connection. Um, so a lot of the... A lot of all the time-consuming hard work has been removed. Um, we are going to do an event more in Denmark to uh, test even more of the software. And then hopefully we should have a flawless uh, run when we get to, uh, yeah, to this event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Which are... is good, though, because then we can focus more on the Game Master and fluff part of it. Yes, because... First of all, we are going to be uh, doing a complete storyline there, which, depending on what happens during the day, it's, it, they, it can have, it can have uh, different outcomes. Um, so basically, we, there's no, like, the separatist or actually union of freedom, as we, we have renamed them into, that, oh, they have that many territories and loyalists have that many and so on. Uh, it's gonna be a story playing out, and you're gonna each team is gonna have a lot of different missions um, that they sh- should try to uh, go through. And of course, some of the missions, if one team completes their mission, another team will be unable to complete one of their missions. Um, one could be you need to uh, destroy this fortress, and the other team could have this fortress need to survive. Um, so it's going to be a lot of a uh, lot of crossing missions. So you, I would say the closest you can get to it would actually be a computer game where you have different factions with all kinds of uh, main quests, side quests, and so on and so on. Um, also, because with these, there's going to be so many people, so we're going to be probably having a, a captain on each team, not playing himself, but basically making sure that we have agents running around taking territories and then the captain is probably going to be able to get reinforcements of some kind um at at least i've got a lot of unpainted miniatures that could be for that that you you need an excuse to paint yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that too that too (laughs) requires motivation to paint them yes exactly yeah so if anyone is new to horse heresy or want to see it but don't have an army then they should uh, write to us because we there will be three uh, free spaces for people who actually don't have an army um just to come over and tell a lot of geeks what to do it's gonna be awesome um yep so we have and again we have been also working on a lot of models for the event so the whole build-up, if, if you don't know how the event actually works, is you have 1,500 points in your army, basic, and you move from table to table in real time, so you can join battles, you can leave battles um, in the middle of the battle. Um, each table will also give some bonuses, so we have a special force organization. Basically, it's two of each choice allowed, three troop choices allowed, no allies unless it's specifically mentioned in the rules, which you could, of course, read, and then you would know it. Um, 
And then you can have tables that give, for example, one extra heavy choice and plus 100 points for, for your army. Um, so there, there's a lot of strategic things to be done in it. It's getting the different tables to get the bonus for your uh, army uh, during the objective that you have through your missions. Um, maybe even listening to your team captain when he tells you to do stuff. Of course, you can also ignore him. Um, there, there are many ways to play there. Um, and in, in this event, we also have a lot of uh, characters, units and stuff like that that are... It's basically unit-specific for this event that can be killed off completely. So maybe we'll come over with a special character being like, you need to get this character to this table to do this and this. And... Maybe the character dies on the way and is gone from the campaign forever. Um, yeah. So heaps of cool NPCs. Yes. yes. Or the character could come back as a nasty cyborg or something. Um, you or, never know. Or if you if you have me, um, because the, the the plan has been, and the part I've been working with Eric on this plan is, has been with me having me as the GM for the event. Yeah. Uh, and if if you happen to what Jacob does and play somebody who who seems to not have much luck when it comes to by the way jacob is a, he's a lovely guy world eaters player over in denmark who's a very good friend of all of us and the show um when he, he managed dancing. to have an epic combat with the blood angels praetor i think it was with Bjarni's praetor and then completely botch it and run away um out of fear then you know the gm may step in and put the bloodthirster tearing out of him because reasons <laughs> yeah i've, I've like never that. seen a player lose that many greater demons in one game um but yeah shit happens <laughs> yeah that, that was a fun one the last uh, last episode that was a that last, last event that was a fun one but we, we we did go over that in the intro so i mean you know everybody knows about that so that's all good yeah yeah, yeah. so that that was that was great yeah <laughs> so but yeah basically um we we're gonna have three teams and captains um it's gonna be really great we are gonna for those of you who've been at the events in denmark we are gonna design a new and very much larger map than we have had until now because with 30 people it would end up in a big clusterfuck if um if we use the normal map that we've used so far so i think we're gonna open up a new moon um, Raltek is a gas giant, and the plant, which is not actually a planet, it's a moon that we've been fighting on for so many times. And uh, I think I'm going to open up a new moon on the, in the system and do a whole new uh, map for it. Sorry, I just um, had this mental image of some sort of that, what is it, that meme that has been going around for a while. It's like, you know, GM, GM slaps moon on it, this baby's got lots of game space on it. Um, yeah, old, the old car <laughs> meme. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I actually have backgrounds for all the moons. Um, and and there is a free one for this exact event, actually. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, well, uh, I was gonna say, so yeah, like, like uh, again, because I've been sort of involved with this over in, in Denmark, as Eric says, this is uh, this is a real time, a real time event. Um, so if you're not sure what that is all about, have no fear. We have gone over it in the, like I said, we've gone over it in the, you should know already, we've gone over it in the intro. Um, yeah. But 
at the end of the day, it's a new way of playing the game. It's a lot of fun. A lot of the headaches that have been there have been taken out thanks to Peter Peter Ehlers um, and his techno wizardry for writing software and putting something together through Eric's rigorous playtesting on this. Um, so it's going to be a really smooth event. Loads of fun, loads of narrative, loads of, you know, like we said, shenanigans, GMing, chances to play and do things. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, so really and looking forward to seeing everyone there. And in this event, one thing to remember that's really important is sometimes you're going to be outnumbered a lot. Sometimes you're going to be outnumbering a lot. Sometimes you're, everything's going great and suddenly two more armies come onto the table. Um, so in, in this event, often it's important to see it from the team perspective and the whole map and not just your own game. Because a lot of, uh, of the Raltag events have been won by one person holding up against two armies for a set amount of time, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's may- maybe actually a lot more like real Fortress life. Fortress Perfection. Yeah. Yes, we have, we have both held Fortress Perfection and kept it there. Yes, there, there is the Swedish Fortress, which uh, has, has never been- fallen. In accident has fallen because there haven't really been any streets to hold it lately. But um, but when you were there, it it, it was uh, held firmly by Sweden. All all while all your other territories were disappearing. <laughs> but but not the the Swedish fortress. <laughs> no. Nah, but uh, yeah, check it out if you haven't tried it before. Um, it, in general, I've had really good feedback from it and uh, yeah i'm really looking forward to a two-day event it is it is super cool to try something new than use your stock standard matchup games and and get involved because it is it is super fun it's yeah, it's really it's like a fresh fresh breath uh, that, that that's another thing we try to we like you might have already noticed that we're trying to provide you with like a palette of yeah. different events so we're doing the Centurion, we're doing the stock standard ones, we're doing the real-time one, and obviously we're going to talk later on, we're doing the fucking crazy out-of-your-ass, bring whatever you want one. <laughs> exactly. No, that, that, so we, we can't even describe it. We're doing Scandus. That's, that's, yeah. how, it, that's how it's known. It's Scandus. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we, we're trying to provide all the gamers with everything and try everything and find what you find the most interesting and 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 take that home and fucking make that your own because you know that's what we're here about to make people play more fucking games of heresy paint more miniatures and meet more friends and just enjoy the fucking the community in the scene exactly mundo exactly mundo so let's jump on to the next event then because we're we're, we're getting there the next event is on August 30th, so same month, a couple of weeks later, and this is the wonderful Cult of Paint coming over, uh, the lovely Henry uh, coming over, and we are running what is becoming an annual painting event uh, with Cult of Paint uh, now, and it'll be the second one this year, which is very awesome. Um, And this one is... This one's a little different because we've had much more of a heresy focus for the last couple of years, uh, it's, but it, even with some flexibility with the guys um, 
with running, um, you know, changing out so you can bring different types of models, that sort of thing. Uh, but this time we're doing a military modeling class. Yep. So this is a three-day event, and the military modeling, if you hear that and go, well, that's not related to heresy, I have no need to even worry about that. Well, if you ever put oils and oil washes on your paints, try to do realistic chipping and battle damage, use pigments on... If you, if you, know, you ever people. read Imperial Armor... Yeah, was, one or two <laughs> military modeling is what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. welcome to the origins of where Forge World did their stuff. And um, I think it's Phil Stajinskis, I could never pronounce his name. Um, Stajinskis, I think it was, um, started off with the painting and then Matt and the rest of the team. And uh, it's, it's come from there. But what, uh, what we're working, or working towards well, this one is skills. Basically, yeah. Uh, the 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 thing is, like, we've done heaps of foundation course. We want to take it to another level. Hence, why we we did the brush skill course, and now we're doing the military modeling. And uh, previously, like previous courses, we focused a lot of like getting like the air airbrush stuff done, and then we kind of done like the basic weathering. Now we're doing heaps of stuff, and and the only way we can further our own skills is it's it's really hard to do uh, a Horus Heresy military modeling course because there's no real world examples that you can compare your art with but if you do a military modeling one let's say you do a tiger tank there are there are tiger tanks out there you can you can go and see photos of the actual rust you can see the photos of actual chipping you can see photos of actual painting blending from real life. You or you you can even Google it right now while you're listening to us and do yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that gives you a real world perspective and a real world color palette and, and, and something to work with, which something to strive through. And and we have to confess though that we, we do our, you know, ultramarines fucking blue and ship. But we are always striving. I think we all paint in a military modeling kind of way because we always add chipping, we always add weathering. We always do that little bit of extra to bring that realism to our mini miniatures. And I think that that's a big thing that changed. Uh, that's the difference between 40K and 30K. 30K is more of a historical science fiction war game. And people take pride in, in even though, ah, it's not really fucking realistic to walk around in bright blue armor in a war zone, but we add on realistic effects to it. Because yeah. we just try and, and bring it to life. Yeah, and to learn those realistic effects that we want to do to, to, to take it to the next level, it, it is like we can imagine what the fuck a heat exhaust looks like in a futuristic vehicle. But we can actually look at something uh, right now and use that as a reference and, and paint a tank or a vehicle, an historical vehicle like in the real world, and we can use that and compare. And that's going to be a massive good foundation to actually learn to apply that to Horus Heresy. If, so if you're into Horus Heresy, there's, no, no, there's no, nothing bad with painting a T-34 or Sherman tank or whatever and using real-world 
references to rust or weathering, chipping, anything from like winter camouflage, watered down colors, and all that shit. Because all everything that you learn, you can apply to Horus Heresy. But yeah. the thing is, it's it, it's so much easier to teach those skills if you have a real, like a real world example. reference. Yeah. yeah, and I think this, to achieve those effects. The other thing to remember is if if the, even if this is, and and I will we'll go into again all these events. We're going to go into far more detail as we come towards them. But these are the things, when you get down, it, you're not going to suddenly just have a painted tank in front of you and you just start doing weathering. This is the whole process. So whilst it might not be painting the tank Ultramarines blue or Blood Angels red, you're still going to learn how to do things, how to use you know, the basic tools, like things like airbrushing and stuff like that. And it's worth coming on the course if you think, I've no idea what I'm doing, there's still something you could step up to and get involved in. Um, you know, there are those these options here for you. So this isn't, this is not, no painting elitism, I think is what I'm trying to get to. There's no painting elitism no. in this. This is just a case of, it's a different canvas. It's a different canvas, which the, the, this is more This is more focused more on re- realism. But, but yeah. the thing is that, the way that every single painting course or everything thing we do, it's all inclusive. So it doesn't matter if you used fucking bought an airbrush, bought a fucking painting brush, and this is the first time you do it, or you're a gung ho. The way it's been on every single event we've done that has been a painting course, everything from like the newest one to the veteran or pro commission mega painter. It's it's amazing community and everyone just gets together. Everyone teaches each other stuff. Like even because the new guy, he's not set in his ways. He can see things. Well, what about this? And then everyone else is like, "Ooh, well, fuck, that's a good idea. I never thought about that because I have painted for so long. It's become like second nature to me to always do it this way. I've never tried to tried it a different way. And now you showed me a different way. So everyone's feeding off each other. And, and it's so productive. It's so fucking amazing to go to these courses because everyone goes out, out of there and just feels so much better about their hobby and their progression. And everyone learns something. And, and now we're, we're taking it to the next level. Time. Yeah, like we've done the basic stuff. Now we're taking it like, like you might have that Reaver Titan and it's going to look sci-fi as fuck. But now we're gonna. Now it's gonna look sci-fi and realistic as fuck. Yeah. 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 It looks all. It's gonna be. It's great. And again, like I said, this one's uh, up at uh, Hegvik up in Stockholm. So you know, it's end of August. Just depending on what global warming does to us, there'll probably be some decent, goddamn decent barbecue. We'll do what we always do and throw some stuff on in the evenings and have fun. Possibly throwing some gaming as well in the evenings if it's not too much hassle moving some tables around. It's not like we don't have the scenery on hand and the the maps and everything. No, no, there will so be the gaming. Maps. There will be quizzes. There will be like everything be what that we always do. There'll there'll yeah. be lots of fun stuff going on up there. So have no fear on that. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be an awesome one. So bouncing past that, onto like I said, you can't really call it a type of event. You just call it. Scandus. Yeah. 
And, so. and this year's Candice going to be... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the event to end them all. No, but no, seriously. So because we're still following the narrative story. So uh, basically for this year's Candice, you're going to bring uh, uh, 1,500 points of Son Mortalis, combat analyst, and you're going to bring 3,500 points of whatever. Like bring a Leviathan list, bring a fucking Castellan, bring uh, Onslaught, whatever. You know, as long as it's 3,500 points, we're all good. That's yeah. all you need. Because now we're doing... Do do yeah, do it, because this is going to be fucking massive. Uh, and the thing how it's going to work, it, it's a little bit like we're going to have... Because uh, we're, we're fighting for the main planet in the system, and around... It, it, without spoiling too much, everyone knows about the Rings of Saturn in the fluff. Basically, that's the shipyard and the docking facilities, a massive space station that kind of is a ring around the planet. Same is, in fact, in the Rangan system. And we're going to have a space station, which is going to be represent, represented by heaps of somatized tables and stuff. And basically, you can go up and down. There will be elevators. There will be levels. And it will be awesome. It's going to be so fucking fun. And all of those... You'll, you'll fight or control key assets on the space station that will affect the battles that's going on down on the planet's surface. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Really it can't is. wait to run that one. It's going to be so... To, to see that one run, it's going to be... And people want to buy tickets now. <laughs> and if I let everyone buy tickets now, it will be fucking sold out. But no, no, we're not releasing tickets for scanners yet. We, we're doing it by event, <laughs> event and then event basis so we're doing gothcon now and then once gothcon is done we're going to release lincoln so yeah you know hold your fucking horses yeah take take a breath we love take that everybody wants to come and play we want everyone to come and play it's going to be amazing but let's uh let's just take a chill we'll get there yeah. um, and you know and the, uh, the difference from last year's is this year we're actually capping scandis at 30 players so yeah there might be a rush just so you know <laughs> yeah uh well we have got and again we have got a lot of interest coming from outside um sweet you got uh, outside of sweden as well so um just just be aware and just keep that in mind and obviously we're going to keep everybody up to date as we go along as well so yeah so go into the event page at least put down as interesting or as going because yep. that's where the information will get posted firsthand. Exactly, exactly. And it's not just Scandus that weekend, either, is it, Freddy? No, 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 no. As we always do when we top off our end-of-the-year grand finale event, we do our raffle draw. And, well, this this year, uh, our DMD raffle, uh, we, we have had a long chat among ourselves, like how we're going to top last year, we decided we're going to do something different. Uh, so this year we're raffling off uh, three fully painted 2,500 points armies. Uh, and besides that, we're also raffling off... We Like, people have been massively interested in, in this thing. Like, it is fucking awesome. So besides the three armies, currently now we're in the pipe, we have... Uh, we're raffling off uh, three Mortian tanks, which is, if you don't know Mortian, 
uh, go into Facebook, write Mortian, and you see that massive. It's kind of like the Lupercal tank, but like super cool. This German dude has done, signed his own kind of Lupercal tank, and it, it looks so good. So we're going to have three of those versions. We're also going to have um, the special carry case, the one that Bjorn and everyone swears about, like the mag magnetic special cake case uh, from the Polish come uh, the Polish dudes. A case. A case. That's right. There you go. Thank fuck. Welcome. You haven't drank a bottle of wine, so you're nope. more on the <laughs> I am. Uh, and then uh, besides that, we also have our uh, paint guys. Um, Henry's going to raffle off his uh, personal Titan household or maniple for Adeptus Titanicus, which is awesome. And currently right now, we have between 7 and 10 other companies slash podcasts slash people that want to donate to the raffle and bluff stuff so we're going to add on to this for sure there will be a lot fucking more raffled off so yeah be prepared more be prepared but you know the price pool for this year is probably going to blow out all the price pools we had for any of the previous years it's going to be awesome sauce it is going to be super good yeah. And obviously, we're going to live record that like always. So no one's yes. going to miss out. There, there will be lots. We will be. And, uh, and there will be confusing fun people that tickets. And <laughs> yeah, well, all yeah. the shenanigans that we, we know and love. There'll be loads of cool stuff. And we will be trying to up our social media game at events, all our events, um, as we try and uh, make sure that we have as much as possible with um, with our uh, what do you call it um, you know use of Facebook and you know, uh, live, live battle casts yeah so on so on yeah exactly um, so you know we're going to be doing um, all we can there we'll we'll see what, what other tricks we can pull out across the year um, if you've got any ideas or anything you'd like to hear about from us when it comes to our events um anything you'd like to see as far you know if you're not attending the events how would you like to see things done you know what information would you like to see you know we'll, we'll see what we can get done for you guys as well so yeah that would be, be pretty cool see so if we get some feedback from you about what you'd like to hear and see um is there anything else we need to mention right now that you can no not, not, not right now i think but you know Stay tuned like that. As soon as more information get available, we'll uh, obviously publish it on, well, Facebook for prime, primary, but, you know, we'll, we'll, there will be information and snippets everywhere. But, yeah, you make sure that you, you stay tuned on the event pages on Facebook because that is our kind of main venue where we put the links to drop boxes and so on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, yeah, and make sure that because we we will update units like event series units as we go along. Uh, we'll we'll make sure that everything is up to date before each event. But as soon as we have play tested and finalized one unit, we'll put it in there, and we're going to try and try and uh, keep you guys informed that we put in new units and stuff. But uh, you know, tips is to go in there and 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 look around. If you have questions, and if you want to know 
oh, will this unit, have you thought about anything like that? Just do what you already do and use PMS. Because I know I have had questions about uh, Rough Riders. I had questions about different, you know, why will you do this kind of uh, Mechanicum tank and so on and so on. And most of those <laughs> questions I've been asking, yes, it's already on the drawing board, which has made yeah. people happy. But just keep ask ask us if you want to, because we're, we're doing shit. And if you have like a really cool model you've seen from the internet that you would like to have room yeah. for, send that. And also, if you have narrative mission ideas, that it works both ways. If you have cool ideas and you have cool shit and suggestions, just get in contact with us. Like I had a really good uh, PM from like one of the guys that he had heaps of cool ideas about even like kind of stormtrooper-ish, uh, like uh, like uh, rough riders, like uh, cruisers and like uh, crossovers. And we we had like a talk about like how how, how I was looking at. If if you did like a full on Rough Rider list, how would you how would you do Elite Rough Rider? How would you do Fast Attacks? And and we kind of both of us, because I've already thought about this, and we realized we we kind of came to the same conclusion. So just I love those things. I love mm. talking about unit creation. I love talking about fluff. I love everything like that. Like I love talking about painting. I love to talk about conversions and everything. And I know yeah, all of all of us do. So you well, send those in, just PM that shit, and yeah. you know, and thanks everyone that you know keeps sending us appreciations about what we do. Like we love that shit, but yeah, you know, obviously we're biased because we love the hobby, so we would do it anyway without praises. Yeah, we, but we, we're so biased, <laughs> we love the hobby. Yeah, how dare we? Yeah. How absolutely dare we, Freddie? How dare we love this hobby? That's uh, because I'm married with children. Yeah, yeah I don't know your yeah. excuse. No, <laughs> and we have we have actually got spare time to fill up. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> and we have actually added enough units now to in different events to uh, see what's pretty balanced. Yeah, and, Which and is the, I was going to say, and to legitimately start a new faction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 is hopefully coming for Raltac. But I'm uh, trying. Like we we the the thing that I want to press is like we're not arbitrary like this is how we want shit to be done yeah. we are flexible and we love feedback and we love new ideas and there's nothing more like i ha i have no problem with people stealing our ideas and i have no problem with stealing other people's that's how we work and that's how shit gets like the best out of things exactly you might see something and you might have that fucking key to unlock that and make it even better yeah and to be uh, to be fair with you, go to to with you guys. You can find a lot of our stuff, um, as we've already said, available on the um, on the actual event itself. On you know, with all the drop boxes that are there, you can find all of our rule sets, not just related to what we we're doing with our events here, but like our armored warfare rule set is available for you to download. That's on the pinned post on our the front of our Facebook page. Um, if you join our Patreon group, nice little plug there. So patreon.com forward slash Ranging Heresy. Uh, if you join the Patreon, um, you will get access to a Patreon exclusive Dropbox, which has other stuff in there um, as one of the many um, sort of, uh, bonuses of being part of the Patreon group. So there's lots of other things there, um, you know, for you to get be part of. And it's there whether you want you, you know, 
are just a casual observer or you're supporting us on Patreon, whatever. And we will always do our best to make this stuff available for you guys because, you know, it's the only way this community gets better. And as Freddie said, you know, we're trying to make the, take this take this and make it more. I don't think it's hard to say that that's exactly what this community, the community as a whole, has done for um, for thirty k. Like since like it started, I think I think this has been a much more community driven thing, as far as I can tell, compared to say some of the other uh, games from G Dub Stroke Forge World. So that's why we love it. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. We own this shit. <laughs> yeah, we do. We we own the Night Lords and crap. So it's all good. Um, now, is there, um, I said this a few minutes ago. Is there anything else we need to uh, bring up right <laughs> before now? my tangent? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, uh, topical tangent, topical. From all of us, we just love to see you there. Uh, yeah. I hope you can attend as many as the events that we're going to throw at you. We're doing this for you guys. Because we love you guys and you know because we enjoy doing fucking awesome events so just come there enjoy the time you know if you have any ideas about making them better just tell us and we'll make them better yep it's gonna be absolutely balls out fun it's gonna be great i can't wait to see what we can do well that being the case then dudes i am gonna say we are going to let you let all our listeners take a break now and run to the bathroom or pause us so they can they can go to the bathroom and get a drink whatever they might be doing change your paint water make sure you're actually paying attention to the road signs um, and all that jazz and we're going to head on out to our wrap up uh, after we played some beautifully soothing music into your ears um, sounding something a little bit like this so we'll be right back <laughs>
And we're back and there it is 2019 all laid out for you all laid out as much as we can because you know us we're going to do our special episodes uh we're going to do our preview episodes we're going to get um all the guys involved in the raffle going to come on and do a, do a recording with us so we can talk about the armies and everything which is going to be awesome going to do uh, episodes about episodes yeah we're going to do the episode on the episode on the event on the episode that's how we're going to get. I mean, it's going to be like episode-ception. It's going to be so meta. Um, but yeah, basically, we've said it God knows how many times in this this episode already. Facebook.com forward slash Varangian Heresy podcast forward slash events. Click on the events tab. Put yourself as going. Put yourself as interested. And what can they do right now again, Freddy? For- they can buy tickets for Gothcon. And also they can buy Raffle. Yes, they can. And a massive, again, massive thank you to the first person who's donated officially by buying a ticket to this year's, this year's raffle. Um, I, I can't wait to actually start having these events roll out because there's so much cool shit we've got organized. Oh, yeah. So much we cool can't shit. wait to drop it for you guys and for you to see it. And yeah. Something tells me that after people start seeing what's going on at GothCon, there gonna might go crazy, be, man. Yeah, there might be issues about getting tickets. Yeah, get your tickets now. But, get your tickets. Yeah. The the ones I've already hinted what's going to go on. They're like, oh, I want to pre-book all the events. It's like, mate, you can't do that. You have to wait until they release. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> we don't Christ. do it that way. We have a rolling ticket. Re- this is how we do things. We have mentioned it before. Yeah. So. <laughs> Chill, everybody. Be chilled, Winston. Be chilled. Just keep listening. Keep up to date. It's going to be great. Um, any thoughts on your end, Magnus? Uh, not more than stay tuned and get your tickets quickly, because hopefully they'll run out, actually. Process. Oh, yeah. As it's hosting gonna... the events, it's awesome to see the interest in in the upcoming events and we're all as you probably heard in the episode we're really stoked about it and all the fluff all the extras and be there be or there be or be square yeah be something a shape or form. <laughs> be yeah. there or a cubicle shape <laughs> yeah cubicle yeah. shape be there or, or be lost in the warp somewhere you know <laughs> yep. something something thematic um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's very little else we can say right now, apart from we love you guys. Uh, big shout out to all our patrons as well. We love you. Um, you know, we, we don't favor everybody over, but you know, possibly you'd be our firstborns if, if we had them as far as the podcast is concerned with that sort of level of love, who knows, special glint in our eye, something like that. Um, but 
we love you all. You're all great. And as we said it before, if you've got any ideas for episodes or anything like that, please hit us up for them. Uh, if, you, if there's anything you want us to talk about, drop us a message. Um, you know, whatever, wherever. And we're here to help as much as we can as well. Um, you know, if you've got events going on and stuff like that, uh, if you've got anything happening, I know. Um, I know Freddie's always up for that. I'm always up for that. I'm sure Magnus is always up for that. And Eric will be oh, more yeah. than happy to, uh, you know, sort stuff out. Um, <laughs> it'll be okay. We'll make it. Uh, watch it up. Uh, steal missions. Fucking do whatever you want. I know people, guys have, have asked me about that. And I said, like, well, if you run, if you blatantly just copy whatever we've done and run it as your own event, we don't care because you're spreading the heresy. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Just and do it. You don't really have to copy anything. You can just download it from our Facebook page. It's up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, although there are the bonus for becoming a um, a, a fantastic uh, patron because you do have access to uh, some more specific stuff ahead of time and um, other awesome goodness. So you know there there are reasons and there are there are good things for doing that. There are reasons and there are reasons. There are exactly. Um, well, any, unless we've got anything else, lads, because I think we've pretty much covered it in, in like the whole couple of hours that everybody's already been listening. Um, I think it's about time we put a put a, uh, a bow on this one, and I'm going to say uh, thanks everybody, and it's a good night from me and me and me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry in the streets, be full grim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Vrangian Heresy Podcast. Signing off. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor.